Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Enemy
And welcome back. Welcome back. Here I am again through the grace of God. I have returned to all of you once again. Guten Morgen to all of our listeners outside of America. Yes, we salute you. Thank you so much for being here. First time listeners out there, turn on, tune in, and drop out. This is a very different kind of show. You won't hear this at Walmart, that's for sure. My name, in fact, is Michael, and it's a pleasure to meet you. No guests tonight. It's just us and your phone calls. If you can muster up the strength to call in, please do so. We would love to hear from you this evening. You can call in and talk about anything on your mind. We'll keep it fun here tonight, yeah. Mike is here with me. And it's an absolute honor and pleasure to be joined once again by the legendary Mike Hideous. He's extremely talented and has his own opinions, some of which that, you know, some of which that will trigger you for sure. At least some of you out there. We love that here, by the way. Let's patch him right on uh, through. I believe he is out there waiting. And of course, you got to hear the music and all this nonsense. Mike, what's going on? Hello, how are you? I'm good, I can't complain. Good, let me lower you a little bit, you're a little loud. Am I too hot here? No, it's me, it's me. Go ahead, go ahead, you're good. Am I uh, better now? Yes, you are too high, but that's normal, you're always high. I'm too high? (laughs) High on life. Indeed. I am high high on on life. High on God. High on Jesus Christ. (laughs) Through the grace of God, he has allowed me to be here and present the show to all of you out there, coming through your speakers in real time. Pretty uh, creepy, right? Who, you? Yes, you are creepy. That too, yes. That's pretty (laughs) scary. The show is kind of scary. It's a little dark. How are you? I'm good. Again, I am fantastic. I can't complain, Mike. It's always... A honor and pleasure to have you here on the program. And, uh, Mike, we are actually live right now, and this is dangerous. You think so? Hell yeah, anything can happen when a show is live. It used to be. The margin for error is just frightening, Mike. In other words, things can fall down faster than Building (laughs) 7. What's wrong, Mike? You seem sad again. No, I'm not. What happened, uh, Mike? I'm just in pain. Who broke your heart now? I wish it was that easy. Uh, no, I'm 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 dealing with some uh, some pain uh, today from my past history with uh, uh, cancer treatment and all that. So I I, I suffer from like problems with oh. my hips and my my shoulders. The HIV, huh? Right. Yeah. The old Came HIV back. is kicking in. The war it's zone. Back. The war zone. The war injury of HIV um, is. Yeah, coming. it's back. Uh, you know, Mike. I'm. I'm sorry that uh, that rectal tear has really caused you so many issues. Yeah, it does. It, it it's the radiation. Um, uh, it it affects you in such a manner that you get arthritis and bursitis and tendonitis. Um, and what happens is that pain is deep in the bone because you know when you're getting radiation, it goes right through your body. So all the cells that are in your bones and in your joints and everything, it just makes everything worse damn yeah and and the thing is like it works uh when you're getting the treatments and you have the cancer but it takes a it it has an effect on you 10 to 12 years later and i've had in my lifetime i've had so many treatments with 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 uh, radiation and chemotherapy in the past that i suffer 
from these really bad um yikes yeah these really bad situations with with the arthritis and the bursitis it's it's pretty bad well the chat missed you a lot everyone missed you here on the program the freight train wanted me to say hello to you he was on here the previous night and of course we had fun and yes i'll let him know that you relayed the the message yeah i i uh i'm glad everybody um uh, is is uh, tuning in tonight. I wish I could have been on the show yesterday, but I was on assignment. And uh, well, I'm here now, so that's all that really that all that really matters. Yeah, you're back now. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem, Mike. It's always fun to have you here. Uh, you've always been fun a, to be here. You've been a very important part of this program, by the way. Thank you, and I want to say thank you to people out there who are uh, replying to my comment just now about um, the pain that I'm going through, but. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you, but you know, you deal with it every day, day by day. And a little Percocet doesn't hurt, help. Uh, does help actually a little bit too. Well, I hope you have snorted the uh, perks tonight. Oh, I injected it right into my hip. Right into your um, your vein. In the my main uh, vein on my hip. <laughs> well, the vein, you know, you know, the vein down there. Oh, that vein. The junkie vein. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh god mike thank you everyone out there for your comments i really appreciate it things have gone dark already and of course the birds are awake and they yep. are che- they're trying to cheer you up mike they know you're down yep. samuel is now in full function making noise because he knows i'm talking to you on the radio <laughs> so he's pumped up he, he's psyched he is sergeant hasn't said anything yet but i'm sure he'll he'll make a few things he'll chime in get ready to close Right, he'll chime in eventually, and again, last night you missed, if any of you last night missed the show with the freight train, or as I, as you like to refer to him as, the train wreck, by the way, <laughs> that was a great show, and of course, like I said, he wanted to say, he wanted me to say hi to you, and he's excited for the next time we can do this uh, live, Mike. Good, good. I'm glad he, uh... I'm glad he responded. Hello. He was on 10 last night, by the way, firing on all cylinders. He was on what? On 10? He was, yeah, he was on 10. He was, <laughs> Mike, it was crazy. Honestly, when is he not on 10? The guy no, no. Like... <laughs> to, last night, he was just, it was, he was in a mania. Oh, he, he cracks me up because once he starts going, there's no stopping. Stop. He'll go for like 30 minutes if you don't interrupt him. <laughs> That's why we love him very much. Yep. <laughs> we love the freight train, and my God, he's 82 years young. 82? He's 82 years old, Mike. Can you believe that? Good for him. 82, Goodness. man. Holy hell. Wow. How does he do it? Yeah, I hope I reach that age. Yeah, so he's full of life and energy. It's, it's madness, boys and girls. Jim is a certified legend, and uh, people can say or think whatever they want about him, but he's the man. He really is. He's definitely something. He's incredible. We love Jim very much. And uh, Mike um, calls him the train wreck. He, <laughs> for some odd reason, Mike is not fully on board here. He does not like Jim all that much. No, he didn't say that. I'm just joking, Mike. No, no. It's, uh, and then, of course, you know, that was all a, a mistake. That, that term came out as a I know. mistake. It was a joke. Yeah, you, you kind of, yes. It's all right. Don't worry. We still like you, Mike. I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> Don't worry. that That's normal. That's a part of life, making countless mistakes. And by the way, if anybody wants to call in, you know, we're, we're here taking phone calls all, all night long. 
whenever you'd like to uh, chime in. And, and of course, Mike, it takes a brave sort of uh, caller to actually uh, jump in here. It's kind of weird, right? You would expect them to uh, sort of just jump right on in, but um, you, you would expect, you know, it's just a phone call. It's very easy. But then when you get right down to it and you're dialing the number, well, that's a whole other story. So what did you guys talk about? I mean, I don't want to rehash the whole show yesterday, but I mean, in a nutshell, would you guys uh, really focus on anything? Well, Mike, you know how it is. We went what through did he, what everything. What did he tell you was fake now? <laughs> well, Mike, you know, the, the, the takeaway for me was um, him saying that Nancy Pelosi had a, some sort of a chemical substance in her hand and it was to, you know, take out Trump. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure w what he meant by that, but um, it was pretty interesting. I'll bet. <laughs> it was. Oh, my goodness. Oh, golly. How did he? Like, I have no idea. I, I, <laughs> I, um, I remember the guy who just who you played this the cut of of the last time we did the show. The guy who was what guy? Uh, in, well, I'm getting to. I can't remember his Sorry. name. The guy who was in court claiming that he was the one who shot the children in uh, Connecticut. You uh, always forget his name for some odd I do. reason. Damn I don't it. know why you I'm do so that. Bad with I'm bad with You names. are the worst with names. I you forget terrible. everyone's name. It's I know. I I'm it's the hilarious. First to admit it. I'm, I'm the, that's all I when I when I meet people and, and talk about people these days, I try to repeat the name so I remember who it is I'm talking <laughs> about. Honestly, and I'm so bad with names, I admit it. I'm the first to admit it. Anywho, the guy who you you sampled of him in court Telling people that he yeah. was the one who, all right, who what, yeah, what's, yeah, what's his yeah. name? You're talking about uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. So yes, Alex he was Jones uh, saying he. Yes, he was saying he right. shot the kids at Sandy Hook. By the way, right. So he <laughs> gets sued. He goes into. He's in court now. What about what about the freight train? I mean, is he in litigation as well? Is he? Dealing of course, with he is. Yes, yes. Okay, he's... that was my question. Like, is he? What, what what's he being sued for now? Mike, I we'll have to return to that in a moment here. We are okay. joined by another caller, but uh, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, we definitely will. Caller, go ahead. You are live. Mr. Mike. Uh-oh. He's uh, not sounding good. Very low. Very low. Yeah, very low. Don't know why. Very low? Yeah, you uh, sound a little odd there. I don't know why. Can you speak higher? Thing. Yeah, it's a weird uh, sort of thing. We could barely hear you. You're coming in kind of... Strangely here, I don't know why. I try to call you on my cell phone. My cell phone provider won't let me call the United I can barely hear that guy. Yeah, it's very low. Can you call Dude. us back, caller? Yeah, give us a I call back. Try. Good luck, Mike. Uh, I think that's our Canadian friend. I like it, right? Yeah, it sounded just like that guy. Um, that that did not sound good at all, by the way. It, it could be just a bad line. Maybe he's just having a problem with the line or something. Yeah, it um, might be. might be a bad line. And I know um, that's a, a problem that we'll be facing. Uh, uh, that's probably a, a problem I'll be facing now. Why? Uh, this whole um, mixer that I'm using, Ed, it's going in and out right now. It's a weird power thing. So I'm like losing I, power I, all of a sudden. I know you've moved um, or you've got a second location now. Is that where you're at, the second location? No. Oh, you're at the I'm first at location. my original location, yes. So, you know, oh. things are a little a little off here. Hmm. You know how that goes. Let's get your act together, Michael. What the hell are you doing? Well, you know, that's that's, <laughs> that's the problem. 
Come on, man. That's the problem, yes, folks. We are dealing with a hardware issue. I need to drink more. (laughs) I think that's the problem. But yeah, the power issue, there's all kinds of issues, hardware issues. I mean, you know, I feel like I'm back at Jiffy Lube all over. Jiffy Lube. Speaking of which, Mike. Jiffy Rape. (laughs) Yes, I... uh, We might have to talk about that again. Uh Uh-oh, another one? Well, because I return yet again. Ah, so you're not a virgin anymore with Jiffy Lube. No, not again. I I went back again. Glutton for the punishment. They fixed uh, the air filter now. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I left that place walking like I had just left Neverland. <laughs> so it was not a good trip, Mike. You are a pervert. Uh, what do you mean? How is that being perverted uh, just to uh, give you a accurate portra- portrayal of what happened to me? I walked out of there like I was leaving Neverland. What's the problem? Right. I, I don't see. Um, <laughs> where am I lying? Where, where are the where are the falsehoods in that that statement? Not at all. Just, it happened. <laughs> yes, like Corey Feldman, another one. Oh boy. But yeah, Mike, I don't know what was going on with that collar there. That was not good. I I apologize, folks. Sometimes the lines are a little shaky out here. You'd expect that, though, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So, Mike, uh, again, I'm glad you're here. I know you were feeling kind of depressed with, you know, things that are uh, happening around the world. But, you know, don't be afraid, Mike. It's all good. We got audio here. We've got celebrities losing their minds. The whole world is crazy. It's like Ah, Sodom and Gomorrah. They're losing it again because Trump just made his announcement about running. Are you you happy about that now that uh, Trump is back and wanting to, you know, run again? Are you excited? What's going on, Mike? Tell us. Here's what what I have. What's the kicker? What's going to happen is the media is going to try to set up so that Trump and DeSantis are at each other's throats. That's what they're going to try to do. Here's what I have to say about that. What the Republicans need to do is get their fucking shit together and stop quarreling between each other and start cleaning up oh my. the mess that the left has created to screw with millions of Americans in this country and how they are ruining their lives. So the, the Republicans need to get their act together and stop worrying about what the media does. Trump needs to stop talking about DeSantis in a negative manner. Ultimately, I would like to see this. If Trump runs, I would support him, but he needs to run and know that he's only gonna run for four years, get this get this country back in shape, and then when he's done, DeSantis, oh, sorry, hit the mic. Then when he's done, DeSantis needs to run, and we have him for another eight years, because DeSantis is a good man. He's done good things. You like him. I do, and I'll tell you why. Because he's done good things for Florida. Florida was the only state in the entire country that didn't shut down during COVID. They're fine. They didn't shut the schools down. They didn't shut business down, and they continued to work. This guy is still handling things with a hurricane that devastated Florida, and he's still going strong. So more power to him. Ultimately, as I said, the media is going to try to set up a big thing using Trump against DeSantis and vice versa. They need to understand that they can't fall into the trap. They need to focus. If Trump runs, let him run. I don't think DeSantis would run 
you know, it, there's no possible way it would be like Trump president, DeSantis vice president. Why would, Probably why would DeSantis not. go from being the greatest governor in, 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 in America to being a, a useless VP? Yeah, I don't see that happening, by the way. I don't think they're going to ever come to terms or ever be nice to each other in that way, in that regard. Well, you know, Trump, I mean, he's, he'll snap at anybody. And, and here's, you know, somebody was saying to me the other day, you know, why would you want Trump to run again, you know, knowing that he's going to be offensive to people? Well, you know, you don't always get everything you want from a person, you know? For example, when these Republicans run, I don't believe in, in uh, 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 pro-life. I'm not, I'm not about that. I'm also, about, I'm also not about to want to see uh, uh, women having abortions at the third trimester either. Well, of course not. That, that's the problem. All, all I'm saying is that 99%, if not all of them, 100% of Republicans run on the, uh, the religious aspect, you know. Well, yes, um, that's the thing that we both don't really, that's where we, you know, both agree strongly about that. We don't really right. like the, that sort of mixture, but... That's what, uh, you know, politicians have been doing now. You know, they're right. really, you know, targeting that sort of demographic, the, and, the and, very religious demographic. Right. And I've seen some of the people who have backed Trump on the religious part. And you know what? I'm sorry, but they're, they're fucking freaks, man. They're, they're, they're freaks. And they, they, they're, you know, healers and, and. All the nonsense, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, yeah, all the nonsense that comes with their evangelism. Evangelism. I don't know if that's the proper term, but uh, their their methods of religion. Um, they are Republicans, and and you know this is one of the reasons why you and I are not Republicans because I don't believe in that. I, I don't either. Needs to be separate from polit politics. Period. But that's a good way to sort of corral that demographic and get them behind you it's a good right. strategy and it's a tried and true strategy that seems to work right. quite effectively you know why mike because 90 percent. oh i know why yeah you know I, oh, because 90 percent of republicans are, or let me rephrase that 90 percent of people who are very religious are republicans and, and that's because they believe in the american family the sanctity of 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 a family and there's the nothing home. wrong with that either by no, the way we not. don't have an issue with that sort of thing that's not our that's not our fight uh, that's a hill that we would never die on that's a sort of thing that's uh, for you out there to make up your mind about but the whole religion and politics it's not a good combination no it's not unfortunately it does go hand in hand with but the, it works the right. though but it works Mm -hmm. And you've seen some of the people that have supported him. I mean, on, on the religious side. Oh, yeah. You know, they're kooks. There's man, plenty. But at the same time, on the left, uh, and, and again, I was once on the left for 30-some years, but I never would ever consider taking on the ideology that they have today, which is completely Marxist. Well, it's not do even, not, it's not the not same. Uh, it's, it's definitely not the same party as it was no. just and 10 years ago. Don't, don't be fooled, people. It is Marxism. Marxism. Call it what it is. Marxism. So, Mike, are you saying that this woman here is insane? And strike, and strike.
strike and strike and strike exactly. and strike and strike and strike. You've seen that out. Paula White is crazy. Every enemy that is Fucking aligned against you, let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. Mm -hmm. I hear a sound of victory. These I are the kind of people that uh, you're referring to, though, right? Yes, I am. These uh, really nutty people. I hear a sound of victory. That's a little much. I don't really know anyone who takes this seriously, though. A lot of people, Michael. Well, that's the that's the crazy thing. Thousands, if not millions. That's a scary thought. Listen, man. You know as well as I do. I I am all about the freedom of religion. Sure. Okay? We all are. Leave what you want. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, I, I have to deal with that kind of persecution every day of my life. For the right? time I, you were born, Mike, you were. No, 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 know, no. Let's be, dealing let's be serious here for a second. I I, I am not a, a, a Catholic. I am not a Christian. I am not a, a Muslim. I am not a Jew. I am not a uh, any anything, any of these main religions. I am not. Uh, most of you know what I do follow and, and the method that I do follow, the uh, ideology, but I follow that for the logical reasons, not because I'm sacrificing goats and, and lambs. You're not? I thought you were. Oh, uh, well, on, only on the weekends. Only on the weekends, okay. <laughs> but my point is this. I have to deal with that sort of persecution all the time for people who may know what I believe in, but the fact is... I don't persecute others for if they believe in God or Yahweh. Yahweh, or, yeah. Uh, 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 the Muslim guy, you know. I, I don't. Muhammad. Yeah, exactly. Muhammad. Allah. Allah. Allah Akbar. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Caller, go ahead. You're live here with Muhammad Ali and um, <laughs> Honky Kong. Honky Kong. <laughs> is this a you? Is this Steve? You got it, man. Oh, why are you uh, going in and out here? Yeah, you just lost me again. I don't know. Maybe my Wi-Fi is fucked up. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know oh. what's going on. Uh, are you back now? Yeah, I'm back. I I, I escaped. I was went to went to uh, Buffalo and I got stuck in the snow down there, man. Oh. Oh, that's not good. I heard they got clobbered. Seventy-seven inches. Oh wow. Hold. What is that? Like that's four feet. <laughs> Almost five feet, yeah. Yes. Holy crap. This is our uh, Canadian friend, by the way, if you guys have not figured that out yet. Yes. Hello, Canadian Bonjour. friend. How are you, buddy? Are you a French-Canadian, by the way? No, we have to take it to school, though. Did they teach you how to French kiss? Very well, yes. <laughs> are the uh, women not shaving out there? What's going on? Women are nervous. Tell you that. They're nervous? Yes. Are they nervous to be around you? Yeah, because I love poutine too much. You love uh, poutine too much. Does that mean uh, you love the vagina and you are creeping them out? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, with the cheese curds. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> cheese curds. You uh, Canadians are um, quite hilarious, by the way. Yeah, we have a lettuce shortage. You believe that? You have a lettuce shortage. Uh, who needs lettuce? Yeah, they're charging. If you want lettuce on any product, like a sandwich or a hamburger or whatever. You have to pay extra for that now. I'll do you. That that is not cool. Yes, um, prices are going up. If you haven't noticed that already, um, on everything. Mm -hmm. Yes, you leave the store like you're walking out of Neverland Ranch. <laughs> I think I might be using that one all night. By the way, Mike. 
I be uh, hitting back that tagline all night. You know, I got to tell you, being the greasy Italian that I am. The greasy Italian, the black Italian. Black Italian that I am. I love olive oil. And well, that's, the, just, that's no surprise. No surprise. There. No surprise there, uh, yeah. That and pasta and tomato sauce. Oh, you, he wife. likes pasta. I mean, wow. What a, <laughs> that's a shocker. Mike, the Italian, he likes uh, pasta. Whoa. So, so here's the, Hold the press. <laughs> two years ago, two years ago, I would buy the large uh, bottle of uh, olive oil and it was $11. Now it's up to almost, it's like $17.99. Whoa. So I bought a couple, about a year ago, I bought like 12 bottles when I had the money. Did you buy the real stuff or the fake stuff? Oh, I bought the real stuff, my friend. I'm Italian. What do you think? I'm he, crap. He bought the real thing, yes. Mike is, for those that don't know, Mike's actually a really good cook. <laughs> he, he gets in there. You know, he is Italian, so he can cook. He can cook. No, no doubt about it, folks. He's not buying the uh, cheap stuff. Let's put it that way. No way. No way. No, he, he won't be touching any of that. If there's one thing I don't mind spending money on, it's it, food. Yes, I like every Italian I've ever met. That's right. <laughs> I've never met one that didn't, you know. The only thing I can't do is is drink a, a good glass of wine because I, I just can't I can't drink alcohol anymore. Why not, Mike? I get these terrible no headaches. It, it, the alcohol like uh, de, um, dehydrates me. Oh, I despite see. Despite yeah. the fact that I drink plenty of water. For some reason, whenever I take a drink, and it could be a, a small drink, it, like maybe even a shot of like Amaretta or, or, or Zambuca or something, like an Italian drink, and it just goes right to my head and I get a terrible, terrible migraine. So I, I haven't been able to drink since 2008 when I, I quit. I forgot to cue this music up, by the way. That was... um. When I think of the uh, Canadian caller here, this uh, song pops up in my head. I don't know why. What is it? It's just some weird sound drop. It sounds Canadian. <laughs> Probably that's kind of, Trudeau. It's kind, kind of racist, isn't that, Michael? It's a little racist. I mean, we shouldn't give him a theme song <laughs> whenever he calls in. We just hear this. Yeah. Anytime uh, Steve calls in, it's like the, that Canadian's back. I could smell that maple syrup from here. I love uh, maple syrup, by the way. We love the Canadians out there. I love moose. We love the moose, yes. The well, how do we how do we say moose plural? Mooses. Mooses. Mussolini. Moose. Mooses. Mooses. <laughs> I like that. Well, caller, do you have any anything else here before we part ways with you? Yeah, I want to know what the deal with this. Charles Schwab guy is like, how come all these uh, leaders are just bowing down to this guy? Like, what's the deal with this guy, man? He's the new Messiah. Charles Schwab's the guy who makes Q-tips. I think I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike um, might be a little bit out of the loop there. Um, <laughs> uh, my the my uh, dear Canadian friend, you might need to uh, fill him in here, my, um, Steve. He's like, uh, what is he? The World Economic Forum leader or something like that? Pretty much. From Canada? Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. No, he's from uh, Switzerland or Austria or somewhere like that, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Now I know who you're talking about. Gotcha. He you is know nothing a... and you'll be happy. That yes, guy. that guy. We right. we know him, yes. He is a very dark individual. And I don't <laughs> mean, you know, I don't mean that in a racist way. I'm saying his soul is dark. 
I have to clarify. I mean, some people might think that, you know, sometimes people think that we're a hundred percent, a hundred percent serious when we say a few things, you know, like, you know, sometimes I want to see the Tesla next to me flip over on the, on the highway. You know, th- those are just, uh, that's not in a serious way, but you know, some folks think that it, it's insane. Some people are demented out there. A variety Super show demented. Yeah. So you have to be, uh, you have to specify what you're saying. Sometimes you have to be like, Oh, I'm just joking. I'm not going to go to my neighbor's house and swing my hammer at him. I mean, you know, <laughs> if I'm in my underwear, I might swing my hammer at him. Yikes. That's how you get a um, monkey box swinging your hammer around in your underwear. Well, you got to remove your, under- well, you know, you know, y- you know, the thing, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Steve, thank you for the call. We'll, we'll talk to thank you soon. You, Steve. Thanks guys. Thank you, brother. Love your country. We do love Canada, even though it's, it's a mess out there, Mike, but trade <laughs> we still like it out there though. We, um, well, I don't want to be out there to be honest, but I do like some of the food out there. Moose. The moose. Yes. The moose is. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate mousse, yes. <laughs> that sounds racist already. <laughs> sounds like something um, Colin Flaherty would say. Oh, we're Colin. R.I.P. He's gone, yeah. I shot him. <laughs> I'll bet you did. Another person who's going to be R.I.P. is uh, the witch from San Francisco. Are you going back to uh, Nancy Pelosi? Why, why do you want to bury her? Oh, I can't stand her. You she want to bury just... her again? I mean, she's almost, she's, she only has about a year left, Mike. Come on. She is dead, bro. She's the crypt keeper. She's only got a year left and you want to bury her already. It's not a year. She's out in January, isn't she? I, I, I meant her life. Oh, oh, that. Oh, yeah, I'm just no. saying she's got about a year left. Whatever. I, 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 she's destroyed San Francisco. She destroyed it. Destroyed it. I think it was already pretty bad. She, uh, she was the first woman to become a speaker, the speaker. And I believe, uh, was it speaker and uh, something minority leader? Um, of all people, like she, minority leader. Are, are you kidding? Well, she's down. She's hip, yeah. you know. She knows what's going on. She's out there never, in the streets. She knows. Never, never forget the day she made a, uh, she was doing a press conference and she, she made a reference to the ghetto as the hood. The hood, <laughs> like, yeah. Shut up, you little snot. <laughs> she's keeping it real. Yeah, she sure is. What a, what a phony! What a phony! What a hypocrite! They they oh, oh, I hate her. I really do. I can't stand her. You you don't hate her. You just have great disdain for her. Yeah, call it what you want, but I do not like her. I don't think you have real hate though. Oh, hate is kind of like what you have for like an ex girlfriend. Mm. That's well, I, that's I hate. Date Nancy. Well, see, that's different. I was gonna say, were you <laughs> sleeping with Nancy? Is that what happened? <laughs> We had a long, uh, a long distance. It was a long, it was a, it was a treacherous relationship. Mm, You could call it that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Yikes. It's one of these shows tonight, huh? Uh Uh-huh. I'm telling you, man, we got to do a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. (laughs) It's a tumultuous show. (laughs) It really is. It's a very rumbunctious uh, show here this evening. I am going to come up with one. I'm going to send it to you and tell me what you think of it. What do you mean? I'm going to come up with a disclaimer, like, you know, at the beginning of the show. You mean you're going to record it? I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do a a, a quick read. I'll send it to you. And then if you like the idea, we'll do it for real. Well, I do. You know, I do like that idea. 
All right, I'll come up with something. I'll write something this week. That's a pretty good idea. I'll write it. I'll write it down. I'll record it, and I'll send it to you, and you tell me what you think. All right, I like that. All right. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm, I'm Mike. He's using your. He's using his head now. I'm like now. <laughs> now, too late. <laughs> yes, but you know we're not responsible for a lot of things that we say here on this program. That is true. <laughs> it's so funny when you say it that way. <laughs> well, we're we're not. We're not. We are not responsible for what comes out of our mouths. No, not at all. I'm. Uh-huh. I don't take responsibility for anything that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> Nothing here on this program I should be held liable to, for the record. Nope. We are completely intoxicated when we do this show, so we have no responsibility whatsoever. No, I, I claim no responsibility whatsoever. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But mm. And you know, and I'm the host of the show. Mm. Are so, you? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I am. I thought I was. I, well, sometimes we both this? are, yes. <laughs> we, we trade off. Who shows? We, we scissor each other for it. Oh! Yeah, we scissor. That's just wrong. Well, that's what they do in the transgender community. Oh, is that what they do? Two guys? Two guys, one cup. You know, San Francisco, they launched a uh, a guaranteed income program for a transgender community, by the way. That's the latest out there in San Francisco. And I'm looking at all the uh, pronouns. There's a lot in here. Yes, there's she, her, hers, he, him, his, they, them, theirs. It, it's... Can I, can I make a comment on what you're speaking about right now? Go ahead. Some of you out there may know, maybe you don't know, but the Republicans have sort of taken over a little bit more power in uh, Washington. So what is the, one of the first things that they addressed when they got the ability to do something? Take a guess. I'll, I'll give you one guess. Take a guess. I am out of ideas already. They focused their their uh ideas on gay marriage oh i mean that's well instead of instead of that's pretty important mike that's a huge issue terribly that's a huge issue what do you mean worrying about gas prices no not at all energy independent inflation the border crisis fentanyl crime all these things that are taking place and what are they focused on fucking gay marriage well mike i mean it's important I, i don't know why you're outraged because there's nothing to do. They already have the right to get married. What's the big deal? I mean, Mike, I mean, you know, gay marriage is essential here in America, Mike. Come on, get with the times. It is, but they've already <laughs> got that right. So they just basically wasted time, wasted time on their first ability to start getting things straightened up. Instead of going, oh, you know what, let's fix Let's start pushing the uh, agenda to, to make ourselves energy independent again when we were doing good. Uh, you know, you got dumbasses like the, 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 the dummy in the White House saying, oh, I remember when, when I first came into office, gas prices were over $5. What fucking world were you living in that they were over $5? That was the first time in history that they reached over 5 bucks. And this dumbass is telling everybody, lying, lying the public and telling them that when he took office gas prices were that high no they weren't dummy the entire left administration has brought us to where we are right now high inflation open borders crime high gas and so on and yet they want to blame trump and everybody else for their 
screw-ups. They take no responsibility whatsoever for their own actions. They're liars. They're hypocrites. And, it's, and, and the damn Republicans better get their act together. They really better, or this country's going down. Yes, it's going down into the ground faster than uh, Building 7, according to uh, my co-host here, Mr. Mike Hideous. And uh, yes, this entire country is just one giant circus, Mike. However, you know, I'd love it. It's a giant circus, and, uh, you know, we are privileged to be here. Uh, You know, we, we don't live in another country, a third world country. We're here in America, and, you know, that's a beautiful thing, Mike. We are so lucky to be here. We're quite privileged. We are, and people don't realize. I mean, think about it. I mean, I mean, I mean, think about it, Mike. The pressing issue of our times is a uh, gay marriage. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. <laughs> what a what a fucking joke. We're doomed, Honestly, Mike. I'll tell you, man. We I, are I feel doomed. That way <laughs> yeah. almost every day, Michael. I really do. You know, I, I sometimes I get these little glimmers of hope, and I'm like, oh, you know, things are looking up. Maybe we'll actually get this things worked out again. But then they do something stupid, like saying, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta make uh, gay marriage." Uh, I don't even know what they were gonna do with it. But the fact is, we already had the right. The gay people had the right to get married. And let me tell you something, gay people: if you want to be as stupid as the rest of us who get married and get miserable, then go right ahead and get married. Yes, and uh, Mike has experience about with that. By the way, he was married at one time, so it's not like he's you know. Telling falsehoods here. He was married at one time, so he knows about being miserable. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh, is that God. fair to say, Mike? Or is that too much? Eh, I mean... Did you like being yeah, married? I, I'm, I'm using it as a generalization. Like, uh, you know... I'm well, yeah, goofing. but I mean... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm goofing around. I, I know you're but... goofing around. We're sort of, you know, joking with Wait. it here. But, uh, I mean, did you enjoy actually being married? Well, the woman I was married to... Be honest. Be honest. She was a very cool person. Okay. Yeah. Like, our relationship fell apart because of me, not because of her. Oh, so that's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) You tanked the ship. Yeah, read the book. (laughs) Well, I mean, I did, but I mean, you know. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, not to get into that subject, but yeah, I kind of screwed things up. I like that subject. (laughs) Do you? I know you don't, but I I find that that's a good... Good for the listener, you know. They don't know about that very too much. Well, um, yeah. I, I, you That's know, okay. Not to get off the topic here. What I'm saying is that you want to be miserable? Get married. Like the rest of us, get married, dude. Get married. You want to marry your gay friend, your your partner, whatever. I don't care. I really don't give a crap. But to 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 push that as one of the most important things right now to deal with is absolutely absurd. It's ludicrous. And uh, well, what if I told you, Mike, that, you know, I'm in love with you and uh, I need to get married to you right now? Dude, I don't care. We want to get married. Let's get married right now. So you would get married to me? Why not? I, it's prob- We'd probably get more benefits than we would if we were <laughs> just acting as straight men. Uh, we get the, we'll get a leg up on the competition. Right. We'll, I saw, we'll get I a saw radio a deal. Video. Yeah, we're a couple. I saw a short video online not too long ago, a guy, totally straight guy, <laughs> totally straight guy, calling in on a oh radio my. show, and he says, and he says this, I'm, I'm just kind of paraphrasing here, but he says, I'm a straight man, and I'm looking to get married with another straight man, and they were like, what, 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 because they, hear me out. They're playing the game. He's like, I just want to get married. Smart, that's smart. You can, you can date anybody you want, but we'll live together, we'll, we'll have fun, we'll go out, we'll do things, we can go 
traveling. We can go camping. We can do this. And you, you, he goes, and you'll never have to worry about me being a pain in your ass because I'm not marrying you because I'm gay. I'm marrying you because I'm straight. He had a perfect point. Perfect Play the point. system, in other words. Exactly. I, I think some men might actually be doing that out there already. I would do it. My God. You, you get the opportunity to split the bills. Uh, your taxes would be, you know, uh, That higher. is hilarious. It's not, not higher. Your income taxes would yeah. be better. And uh, you would just, you know, be able to have a partner and do things without the obligation of having to make babies and, uh, you know, all that other kind we'll of stuff. We'll go to San involved. Francisco and work at Twitter. Oh, wait, we can't <laughs> yeah. do that no more. No, not, now that Elon is there, we can't do that. Is that so? Well, he, he's cleaned house out there from what I read. Um, but yes, uh, to the gay listeners out there, we're just joking around here, just having fun. Uh, me and Mike are not actually going to get married. We're not going to you know, oh, damn it. do that. I, was, I had my hopes. You had your hopes up. <laughs> well, you know, I am a sort of attractive man. So, you know, I don't blame you for feeling that way <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. I, I'd make a good husband. You would. Yes, for uh, men, women, and uh, animals all alike. Yes, for some odd reason, the whole bestiality thing, that was a weird sort of like sub-culture uh, joking theme of the 90s for whatever odd reason. Was it? It kind of was. I mean, people would make jokes about that sort of thing. It's very, very, you know, redneckish. Is it? It's kind of like Hunter Biden in a way. And it's not just redneckish. I got news for you that in, in the... Um... In the Arabic world. Well, that too, you know, they do bang the, 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 yeah. the sheep. The, the sheep. sheep and the goats. Can you imagine that? Banging a sheep. And you know Holy why hell. they do it? Because they're told that a sheep or a goat, which is pretty much in the same Because a sheep doesn't talk back. <laughs> is that why? No. Oh, no. That's a great response. Um, they apparently, their private parts oh, my. are similar to humans. Well, that's also something. I had read too, but that's also something I don't want to look into too too much. But well, well, here's what I'm you know what I'm at. saying. Uh, it was you know years and years and years and years ago. It's a Donkey Kong show now. They used to say that um, if you're out, you know, out in the desert with your flock and you don't have oh, a no. woman with you to help you uh, relieve yourself, then uh, fuck a goat. <laughs> yeah, they also uh, a young boy. Or that, yeah. Yeah, isn't that sad? The uh, Muslims would uh, have, you know, like a little boy next to them in, in, during battle there. Mm. Boy. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy world, by the way. Jesus, oh, Mike. God. Things yeah, got dark here. Those chimes. And you could get in trouble, too, if you, let's say, are in the Navy, Army, and you see, you know, a Muslim soldier or whatever taking a little kid into a room and, you know, and you stop the it. Door. Yeah, and you, you get in trouble if you intervene. Yep. Isn't that sick? Well, you know, I mean, they, they do allow them to get married, um, uh, a girl to get married at the, I believe the youngest age is like four or five. They marry them off. Right, and it, but it doesn't make it right, though. No, of That's course the problem. Um, I do know that the amount of sexual activity that actually takes place with, with, with a, um, let's just say, for example, an 18-year-old man marries a six-year-old girl yeah wow from what, what i understand jesus christ yeah i know it's, it's crazy it's, here's, a here's where it's a little bit more sick so instead of actually having straight-on intercourse with these children 
what they'll do is they wait till they get to a certain age, even before 13, and the way they actually, um, how would I describe this? Instead of actually having intercourse, yeah. they will take their member Ooh. and put it between their legs, but not inside their private parts, <sighs> and then go through the, the experiment like that. Experiment, the, the experience like that. This show so, has gone really dark. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's how it's done. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not joking. I mean, uh, that is a serious thing. That's how it's done. Where are you reading this? Um, where did I Who read taught this? you this, Mike? One of the books Off with their of, head. Yeah. One of the we books that them. I have about terrorism and and uh knowing the enemy. Oh, one of your fancy smancy books, huh? One of your it's college probably, yeah. books. Could have been one of the Michael Savage books that I read. Oh my or, God! It came from Michael Savage. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's a it's a fact. That's it's Savage. Not, it's not a um. A, a, it's not a like a secret thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's a commonly it, it, known it, thing. It is a very true fact. That's how they a man would relieve himself through an, a, a situation with a young girl without actually penetrating her. That's how I feel. Jerry Springer. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of like a Jerry Springer sort of deal. <laughs> My God, Mike. Well, yeah. I don't know what to say about any of that. That's uh, yeah, that's a whole different culture a, over there. It's a whole different story right there. That's right. Yeah, we've got our our rights and uh, moral codes and laws for sexual activity in America, but in the middle east how and does even someone, in Asia. but how does someone even go through that is what i'm wondering it's because um, you're brought up a different way you're brought i know up but, to think it's but okay. still i mean even if i was told it's okay to go have sex with an animal i don't even know if i could go go through it though the act of you know getting behind a, a an animal that walks on all fours and you know i'm petting this sort of animal and then you know i'm lifting up its tail and inserting my member in there i mean Right. It's, it's, it's a, that is crazy. You know, you know why we were brought up a certain way and that's how we are trained to think. So you're saying these people are savages. I'm not saying anything. I'm simply saying it's a difference of culture. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what they do, which is different than what we do. We have a different way of living in society. Well, I think they're savages for that. That's a barbarian. It is. It's, that is um, very strange. It is. Ooh. Yeah, that... There was a guy... I, I, I could never do that, by the way. That is crazy. I hear you, man. There was a guy, I believe, don't quote me on the date, but don't I Don't quote me on the, that shit. On the, um, in Sorry. the 60s, there yeah. was a guy who was studying dolphins, and there was one particular oh, no. dolphin, a, a female <laughs> dolphin. Me. What's that? I said, don't tell me. They were banging the dolphin. Well, Well, hang on. There was one particular female that was very affectionate. She was very flirty. And she would allow him to insert you, his fingers oh into her body. I ain't gonna never stop loving you, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's loving a dolphin. That's what happened. Oh, yeah, he was. He and, was in the and experiment. there was a lot of controversy about that. Like, you know, was he raping the dolphin? But no, the dolphin was actually into it and it i mean these are very intelligent creatures and it would the dolphin liked him. it in other words exactly the oh dolphin my god would approach him per se for lack of a better term 
and oh, um this show is crazy to, tonight i know right <laughs> this is some real jerry springer shit here again all fact i'm not i'm not saying anything that isn't true um and the guy would make her feel better by inserting his fingers into her vaginal canal what a trooper what a trooper he did it in the name of science he fingered that <laughs> dolphin's pussy Ouch. yeah finger that dolphin yeah he stuck his dick in the blowhole no 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 no. he didn't put his member in oh he didn't no, no there was no his fingers oh just his finger yeah and okay. she allowed it she would keep coming back for more so there was penetration for the dolphin there for was, the dolphin only, only with his fingers not not all right sexual. all right the dolphin got off nice <laughs> a win for animals Usually it's the it's you know it's not always a win for the animals, mm-hmm. except for you know ham. Except for ham. <laughs> yeah, ham, the little chimp. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but my God, what a crazy show tonight! Fingering wow. dolphins and Nancy Pelosi's um dolphin. <laughs> she smells like a dolphin. Nancy. <laughs> she must smell like a dolphin. Oh God, she's a snotty. That boy. smell must be awful, by the way. Oh, but so long to Nancy. Don't let the door, I'm sorry, let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Let it hit you. Millions of illegals want to be here to experience the American dream, Mike. And here you are fighting these uh, innocent uh, men and women, Mike, just uh, trying to get out here and live the American dream, Mike. I mean, how can you stop that mic i mean they just want to they just want to better their they just want to better their life for themselves and their entire family mic and here you are uh, trying to trying to prevent them i mean mike i am shocked it should be i'm shocked <laughs> mike i can't believe it <laughs> oh goodness Ooh. yep i'm shocked mike i really I'm am shocked every day i wake up i'm shocked we're the only country on this planet that's primarily focused on sexual orientation, by the way. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's kind of it. funny, right? The Chinese I like are, that. It's, it's, are it's gearing cute. up for war, <laughs> and their military is I like, like gung-ho, ready to fucking kill people. And what, have our, what is our military doing? Well, you need to understand transgender and how to be sensitive to people's needs. You do, Mike. What? You're not this sensitive This is what enough. our military is learning? You are we're, just we're not doomed. sensitive enough, Mike. You're not. You're, I'm not. You're right. I, 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 I am not sensitive, nor am I politically correct anymore, nor am I a liberal anymore. I am me. And if you don't like it, F off. Yes, this uh, toxic masculinity, Mike, that you're displaying here is so not appropriate here. <laughs> you are offending me greatly, Mike, with this. This is American living, Mike. It really is. We are so soft out here. Oh, goodness. People don't realize it. We got it made out here, Mike. The, the right. issues we that do. we uh, bitch about here, um, <laughs> they mean nothing. They, that's right. Think about that's it. It's crazy. A, a, a president gets elected and you got a bunch of college students even grammar school and high school students run into places that are called safe places where they need to pet a puppy or a kitten. Oh, my God. The president said something bad on Twitter. Oh, I need a puppy. I got to pet it. Grow up, man. What do you Get make of that, by the way, Mike? By the way, Mike, you know, that's an issue we've never really discussed here, me or you. Um, these sort of um, service dogs that people have. Right. 
Yes, you see, uh, you see people walking their these dogs at airports, malls, not stores. Just dogs. Not just dogs. Pe- people have cats, goats, cats. Rabbits. What, what have you? Yeah. What, what do you make of uh, these folks that do that? By the way, I always thought they were kind of like attention whores in a way. Right. Well, if you're asking me my opinion, uh, I would have to say I think it's been it's been it's been um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they've they've exploited the opportunity for people that really need them. Um, I think, like for example, seeing eye dogs a necessity. Uh, any other person that might have been in war or something yeah. that needed an, an an animal by their side. I can understand if they have that sort of a relationship, but to have to get, there was a point yeah. where somebody had to get on a plane and they, I think they had a goat, a goat. That was their, their, their <laughs> that was their animal. animal. Their support yeah, animal was a goat. Uh, and let, another let, time, I let's hope it they, was a great Dane. Let's hope they weren't sleeping with the goat. Yeah. <laughs> I need this goat here. It's a special kind of goat. <laughs> with human private parts. With a, Yeah. We so need no, to go. I, I think I think it's been exploited. I think that it's human, it's it's been exploited. Man, you're right. You're right. No, it, I agree. It, it, it's I, no different. If I may, it's yeah. no different than people have to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist because they uh, I, I don't know because they don't like what their parents have to say. Yeah. Do do you find these people weak? Absolutely. Mentally, uh, do you, Absolutely. you could, would you equate them to be mental crippled? Yes. Mentally crippled. Yes. Mentally crippled, and, and, yeah. And these are the people who, if there was ever a war or some sort of a catastrophe, invasion of the Americas, these are the people who would die first because they have no fucking backbone and they have no idea how to survive. They don't know how to accept the word no. So, yeah, they would be the first to perish in some sort of a catastrophe. I've seen these, um, these service animals and uh, I've always thought, you know, that's pretty weird. It is. That's pretty it's the, weird. It's the people who are, are, are who need the help, you know. And and I'm sorry, I don't think a dog or a cat or a moose or, or a mountain lion is going to make any difference. It's up to the people to learn how to deal with other people. Accept the word no when you're told no, you cannot do that, and just move on with your life. I did it. I grew up perfectly fine. Well, depends on who you talk to, but. You know, I, I, I get by, and when someone tells me no, I accept it. If I'm proven wrong, I accept my defeat in, from my previous uh, uh, thoughts and, and, and opinion and, and accept the fact that I was wrong. And I'll admit it. I'll be the first one to admit it. But these people who are emotionally distraught and they need a, an animal, oh, so now i got to sit on a plane next to a person who's got a Doberman Pinscher or, 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 or a, a Great Dane? Are you there? I'm here. I'm just I'm just laughing. Okay. <laughs> I hit the mute button there. I was laughing maniacally. Okay. Yeah. Messed up. Messed up. I see these people walking around and I always uh, wonder what's uh, really going on there. It I'm like, do you really need this dog? Poor parenting. You, you equate that to poor parenting. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Let's face it. If you don't, if you cannot, as I said, this goes back to the whole, the whole uh, subject of people needing a safe place. Mind you, these are college students, high school students. If you need a safe place because someone tweeted something that offends you, then you're a pussy. Yes, I, I was referring to, you know, older folks. I have never really seen a younger person with a dog, by the way. 
Oh, I have. But you have, yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. <sighs> Mike, very uh, frustrated here tonight. Uh, we're doomed. We're Mike, doomed. Uh, Mike is tapping out. I have. I'll tell you, man. I'm Mike's so tapped out already. I tapped out months ago. You know, I don't blame you, though. I think a lot of people I like, I think a lot of people feel that way, too, though. Yep. You're not the only one. Other individuals out there in America, here in America, they feel just like you right now. Well, you know, buddy, it's we've reached a point in time where you can truly see what this administration is doing to this country. And again, this all I back up to when King Obama or King Hussein was was uh, running the country and just brought us down. Uh, you know, we, we you know, fuck the military, fuck the police. Uh, all white people are racist. Uh, supporting criminals over over justice and 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 law make uh, law in, enforcers. I mean, that's where it started. That's where it started. You know, then Trump comes in, and you've already got this mentality of like, you know, everybody's so offended by everything and so sensitive. So Trump comes in, a real man, you know, who's got a set of knockers on him. And he's got a pair of breasts on him. No, did I say knockers? I'm sorry. You said knockers. Yeah, I was like, is he? uh, I couldn't think of another word. I was thinking, is Trump a tranny? No, but you know, he made the move. He's he's got this testosterone attitude, and you've got all these sensitive people like, oh, he offends me with his. He offends me. Yeah. You know what? Go lick a carpet then. Okay. Lick a cunt then. Or that. Well, you know, is being open-minded. (laughs) <laughs> that's the uh that's the end thing now lots of carpet munching mike carpet munching get with it mike scissor me timbers Sa- sausage swallowing yes lots of people getting worked up right now in the chat room i can uh, see that for myself there's no safe place in real life they're saying yeah that's right that's absolutely right this is the the, the life is nothing but Learning how to get from problem A to problem, problem B. B. Yeah. All right. Unless you're born into a family with money, which 90% of the time you end up being a total jerk anyway because you, you, you take advantage of it and you don't know what it's like to make money like the rest of us. But, uh, you know, it, it, this world has just become let, – let me rephrase that. America has become so sensitive and weak and – just generating a, a, a generation of pussies. Again, you don't have to be gay. I mean, let me let me rephrase that. When I say pussies, I'm not saying that gay people are pussies because I know plenty of gay people who are manly, and I say that because sure. I know mostly mostly gay guys. Right. I don't know a lot of gay women, but the gay a lot guys. Of lesbos. Know, lesbos, right? Carpet lickers. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is, that even the guys that I know who are gay, they don't act like poofs they act like a guy so they like other guys big deal you don't you don't just back down and- i think they uh, refer to gay men in uh, nyc as fancies now is that what they call them i think so i think the term is fancies, fancies. <laughs> the fancies word fancies? the fancies yeah yeah go ahead sorry yeah, that's it i just thought that was funny that is kind of weird. the fancies I don't know. I, I these big cities who who tend to uh, a lot of gay people and alternative people and liberal and PC people tend to migrate to big cities, and that's where they they gather and do their thing. 
Whereas middle America and smaller towns, you know, farmlands and people who work in factories and produce all the shit that the people in the cities need, those people are the 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 right. Um, uh, a lot of them are the re- the religious people and the family values people. Where the opposite, the Democrats are the you know individuals, homosexuality, live life to its fullest. And the weird thing is, I'm actually that's part of my theory with Satanism is that you you live life to its fullest, but there needs to be organization be order, and laws. Though. Yeah. You can't just live wild. No. Well, the Romans and the Greeks were so successful. They, they created civilization, laws. That's how, that's how civilization thrives, laws, and yes. some morals, too. If anyone has uh, anything else to add here to this conversation, uh, anything do. on your mind, please do. We would uh, love that. And, uh, yeah, that number is... 424-6666-2425. Don't be afraid to call, call in. in. Don't, don't, don't be a cunt. Be a cunt. <laughs> but yes, that number is 424-666-2425. Don't be afraid to call in. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear those little voices of yours. Don't be afraid to call in. We'll be here all, we'll be here for a while, actually. Hmm. Yeah, we still got some time. Got plenty to talk about. Yes, Michael is burning down the house. <laughs> That's uh, what the uh, graphic is going on there. Um, LSD. I don't know. I'm not on LSD, but um, <laughs> it looks like uh, someone was on LSD when they made this sort of image here in the background, Mike. Can you see that, by the way? I certainly can. Looks it's, like my house. Your, ha- your house is uh, amazing, by the way. Yeah. Yep. For those that don't know, Mike lives way out there. And uh, the forest. Did I tell you I just uh, put my down payment on the house? You were telling Thursday. me about that, yeah. Yeah, last Thursday. Congratulations. Thank you, brother. I know you're excited. I, I'm excited, and I, I am both excited and extremely scared. Um, and I say that only because I'm buying a house in a time period where things are just incredibly bad. They are beyond bad, Yeah. So, yeah, good time to buy a house, Mike. Good job. It is. It is. Like, it's your fault, market. by the way. There's no doubt about that. The problem is, I'm concerned. I mean, you know, you got prices of, uh, you know, oil and got inflation going up. And yeah, fortunately, uh, and not to get into a, a, the whole private uh, thing of what's going on with my my house here, but you know, right, right. I'm buying my house with my brother. I'm not going through a real estate agent. So there's that, which is a good thing. Um, if I was going through a real estate agent, I'd be paying fees and uh, compensation and all that crap, but not doing that with um, the deal that I'm in with my brother. And uh, Tyler says hello, by the way. Hello, Tyler. He's uh, in the chat room now. Just talking about you tonight to a friend of mine. In a good way or in a bad way? Just talking about uh, about his band. Oh, okay. October Noir. Right. Or October Noir, as I like to call them. Or, or October no IR. October no IR. <laughs> Sounds like a computer program. <laughs> An AI program. Yeah, well, Tyler's out there. He's alive. He's enjoying his uh, Saturday night, as I hope many of you are. For some people, it's Sunday already. Yeah, almost another uh, ugh, an hour and a half. Those of our, those of our, uh, those of the, um, the international folks. They are in the future now, by the way. 
Yeah, you mentioned earlier when you started the program that uh, we, what, what, what do we have, German listeners? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd like to say Guten Morgen. Right. For them, you know, they they listen to the show for whatever reason. And I, I absolutely love that, by the way. It must be very late or very early. I think it's very yeah. early. Mm. But we love that. We really do. Mm. But yes, Mike, always a honor and pleasure to have you here on this program. It's always fun. And, you know, we aren't done yet. I'm just saying, you know, it's a fun thing we got here. It's like a cult almost. Michael, Michael D4 Life says drugs are a must in this messed up place. <laughs> He's got a great point. Yeah. You That's why so many people that. do drugs. Yeah. You know, you might need that sort of thing. Whether it's, whether it's through the watchful eye of a doctor or street drugs, one way or another, people do drugs to alter their mind so that they do not have to deal with reality. They have to deal with all this nonsense. Yeah. Right. Now you guys know why Hunter Biden smokes crack. Ah, <laughs> yep, and has sex with whores. He's got a lot to deal with. Michael, I got a question for you. What's your question? I'm an open book. Uh, you mentioned a while back. Uh, you know what? I'm going to rephrase it, man. Uh, l- let's get back to it. Let's get back. You to might it. have I to don't... watch your words there. Yeah, let me. I'll get back to it. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. I have no idea what you're referring to. I just wanted uh, to I'll... sound. I'll get to it. I wanted to sound like a wise guy. Yeah, you move on, Mike. <laughs> what if I make you? I make you laugh. Well, what's your problem? Think I'm funny? Does that bother you? <laughs> Why does that bother you? I want to start saying that now. Why does that bother you? What am I, a clown? Yeah. Well, Mike, I am disappointed. Um, someone was trying to call in. I was trying to answer it, and now they're gone. What? Yeah, they left me hanging again. Ugh, call them back. How dare they? Call them back. I'm trying to, but they're not answering now. It's a game of phone tag. Yeah, I I was excited to talk to whoever this was, and now they're gone. Whatever, though. See, that's the problem, Mike. People are scared to call in sometimes. They get a little spooked. Think so? I think so, yeah. I mean, it's a little frightening. It's a little intimidating to call into the show, or any show for that matter. If they know they're they're going to be heard back at a later point in time, people will get a little freaked out. I suppose. Yeah, they get a little a little worried, a little scared. Uh, but you have nothing to be afraid of. It's just me and Mike. When you were young, before you had your radio show. When I was young. When you were young, I'm talking teenager. Knee high to grasshopper, young. Did you ever call into a radio show? I think I show? yeah yeah you know I think I did. And how were, like, were you nervous? Like, a little bit, had... yeah. I do remember being kind of nervous, but I still went, I still went for it, though. How old do you, re- do you remember? I must have been probably 12 years old when I actually phoned into a radio station wanting to hear, I don't know, some bad song in the 90s. That's, that's my memory of that. We have a, um, there's a radio station out here in all central California called Q96, by the way. It was sort of like a top 40 you know, music station sort of sort of thing, and um, I really? requested some song. Yeah, back when you were, you know, back when you would do that sort of thing. Wow, I didn't think you were uh, into top mainstream kind of stuff. Back when I was a kid, I was listening to everything. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. the 90s. I mean, the music was not as terrible as it is today. <laughs> Obviously, now music is, you know, it's uh, garbage. And it's being destroyed little by little. Oh, it's been it's been tanked for a long, long time now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the music business is um, in shambles. It's it's dead, really, unless it's mainstream. But you know, there's no way to make any sales from records or CDs anymore. You know, tapes are out, records are out, CDs are out. Everything is down, uh, download or stream, and that's what's killing music. And uh, Mike, I believe we are joined by a new soul here. I have no idea who this might be. Caller, go ahead. You are live. Hello, Mr. Michael. What's up, brother? Oh, I figured I'd finally call. You finally uh, called. Putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And here's Mike. He's sick today, and I figured it's time to talk to you guys. It really is. I'm glad you mustered the strength to call in. I know it's not the easiest thing to do. Uh, to pick up the phone and call in. I know it's a little scary to do so, but here you are. Eh, it's not scary as much as I don't really know what to say, but uh, good to talk to you guys finally. And I'm wearing my T-shirt, by the way. Oh, you're wearing the T-shirt. Nice. Uh, of course, I'm wearing the T-shirt that you sent me. That is amazing. Appreciate it greatly. It's a very nice T-shirt. I'm glad you like that. You know, I wasn't sure oh. how those shirts were going to come out. Mike, you know, you... Mike has the same uh, sort of setup that I do here. Um, yep, so you never really, printer. yeah, you never really know how that quality is going to come out entirely. No, I sent you a picture. Yes, you I did. Thought you, uh, you, you liked it. So it looks great. It turned out pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what's going on in California now? Well, out here in California, we are sort of just, uh, kind of laying low here before it gets really cold. You know, we are in the low fifties right now. Um, but we're not uh, we're not even near what Pennsylvania is like, or yeah, anyone else in the East Coast. Yeah, where Mike is, it's it's freezing. It's it's colder than uh, you know what. I was gonna say a very well, uh, colder than a dolphin's vagina. The term is actually I don't, I don't colder than a witch's like tit. Minus twenty. A witch's tit. Yeah, that's you. Minus twenty. You said. Wow. Yeah, if it's minus twenty, I start noticing it. Jesus. Where is he? Where are you yeah. looking? Oh, I'm just south of Alaska. You're, you're south of Alaska? Is that what you said? Yeah. That I'm is Canadian. That is crazy, that's, by the way. Sorry, but Wow. I'm sorry about that. That's crazy. Cool. You know. Okay, so I got to ask you a question, caller. Can you hear me? All right. Oh, yeah, I can hear you, Mike. Okay, so I, my question is, is this. And knowing that you live in the area of Canada that is uh, south mm. of... I guess that would be east, southeast of um, uh, Alaska. Well, have you ever seen Bigfoot? No. Bigfoot? I tried finding him. It's, it's, it's nowhere around. I've never seen one. But, uh, that's that's think, the area the that he's supposed to be in. He's supposed to be in your area. I know. I, I know. And I even put out the, the, those hot rods, those little sausages, and they never come around. But... Uh, <laughs> Exactly. I'm exactly south of Ketchikan. Like, exactly south. Ketchikan, wow. Alaska. Yeah, that doesn't sound warm at all, it's by like, the way. It's like right across the water. It's like, if I was young, I could swim it, maybe. Amazing. Maybe. I would never visit yeah. Alaska, by the way. That is uh, too cold for me. Well... You gotta well, go in the summertime. Circumstances beyond my control that I ended up here. I was in Vancouver, but uh, I got up and called myself a refugee from Vancouver because I couldn't afford the rent. A refugee, I like that. So I'm a refugee from Vancouver because the rent's too high. So I came up here. 
Uh, Mike, do you have a problem with that, by the way? And, you know, he was just trying to escape the harsh conditions, Mike. Just uh, He's just, you know, trying to make a better life for himself. Uh, hey, I'm all for it, man. <laughs> I'm all for it. There is just nuts in this country. They tried to for everything. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, fuck Alaska. That's what I said. No, I'm joking. I don't really believe that. I'm just... I'm just joking around yeah, here. Just to, I, get, I gotta... to, to get from here, to get from here to Alaska, it's like a four hundred dollars. Ah, it just sounds so goddamn cold, though. I mean, it's it's beautiful out there. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's it's beautiful out cold. there. I, I like it out there. I've, I've seen so much footage of various places around Alaska. I know exactly where you're at. Um, but you know, the, 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 the oh, it's just so cold here, like in the winter. Is maybe. Maybe minus five or six. That's about the coldest it gets here, which is nothing. There is a warm you, season. You, you get used to it. There is a warm season in, in Alaska during summer. You get about two months of warm weather. And I'll tell you, it is warm because there are hummingbirds that will oh, yeah. fly to Alaska uh, in the summer. To migrate? Migrate south during the winter. I see. And obviously. But, you know, it, 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 it is cold, but it's not always cold. It's not cold. It's cold for you guys, maybe, but not for me. I'm from uh, a city called Winnipeg, and uh, that's cold. That's not a lot of a, cold. not a lot of Mexicans in Alaska. That's what Mike D for life says <laughs> oh. in the chat. I, I wouldn't imagine there being many, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't imagine there being lots of uh, Mexicans out there at all. Black people don't like, like you can't cold even weather get, either. Ice backs, well, they're Mike, called. Michael, you can't even get Mexican food here. I mean, I don't. I... <laughs> oh, who's gonna make it? I, exactly. Who's want... gonna make it? Uh, I'm, I'm a lovely cook. Trust me. I can't even get a burrito here. Well, Mike is Italian. You know, he can make anything. <laughs> Except I know, tacos. but Mike is. I mean, so that don't work. So, Mike, an yes. interesting fact for you: we have yes. we have many many varieties of birds here. Oh, wild! I, I don't keep any, but we have many many wild birds, and someone lost a pair of. Summer, they escaped, and I've been feeding them what? ever since. They keep coming from my window. Budgies. Oh, okay. All right. You know, like, They'll probably die, you know, Eric because keeps... once, once, once the oh, weather know, turns, a bird like that. Hello. They're still once... hanging. Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, hang on. Am I know I there's a, a bit of a, 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 a what happened? Uh, t- time difference here, but what I was going to say, uh, those birds are probably going to die because if they do not fly south soon, they will be dead. Well, they're still hanging on. They're still getting, coming to my window. Yeah, they will. But eventually, that cold weather yeah. kicks in. They cannot survive. Uh, these are tropical birds. I, they cannot survive. I think I'd be more worried weather. about the crows getting them. The crows are pretty hungry. The that crows. too. And if it's not a crow, I'm sure it'll be a falcon or an eagle or or uh, a hawk. An eagle. Well, but them them crows, them, they're big here. They're huge. On these guys. We're learning a lot here about Alaska. I have a trivia question for both of you. Oh, oh boy. Thanks. All right, okay. so I have a trivia question for both of you. What was Alaska before it became a state of the Americas? Oh, the territory for Russia. Are you sure? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Time is ticking, caller. I have no idea. He has no idea. I know that the guy named Seward bought Alaska from Russia. That's all I know. Is that true, Mike? 
Oh, I don't know. I was asking you guys. Oh, I thought you knew, Mike. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. Well, I'd now we... I'd be Jeopardy guy, wouldn't I? Well, I think we all would be. Truth be told. Especially no. Mike, yes. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. But I don't even know how it became Russia's territory when it's connected to Canada. Well, that's Somehow it did. I thought it was Canadian. No, no, it never was. It belonged oh. to Russia. And how long have you been out there, by and the way? I, who, me? Oh, I've been up here seven years now. Oh, okay, so not that long before, then. No, before that, I was in Vancouver. Six, so. Oh, okay. I've been a BC guy for a long time, but uh, the rent's just too high down south, so I, they, they shuffled me up here. The rent's too high. That's a, a statement we hear all uh, the time out here. Pardon me? What, what, is, what, is, what is the term for your... Currency, Canadian currency. Term for it's Canadian dollar. Is a dollar? Okay. No, yeah, Mike, it's a, a peso. I know what no, a peso is. It's a Canadian peso. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a it's a Trudeau dollar. A Trudeau, I like that. Seventy five cents of yours. <laughs> Seventy five cents of yours. Right. Back when uh, Trudeau's daddy was running the country, somebody came up with a poster and put a Canadian dollar on there that said Seventy five cents, and it said True. Dough, like do you believe, dough, um, like by the way, um, caller, caller, by the way, do you believe that Trey Doe is the offspring of Fidel Castro? See, I, I this, this has come up a lot here, and I'm, I'm thinking more Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger? Yeah, I've I not heard that. Like, oh, yeah, the Rolling Stones had their way with, uh, with what's her face, too, so. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah, I, um, that's a fact. Wow, Mick and uh, and oh yeah, and I'm I'm sure they all got into it. And she was quite the woman, that girl. She got around. She got around. Oh yes, Maggie Trudeau got around a lot. She was a very flirty then. Mm-hmm. You know, before before Mister Trudeau married her, he was trying to get with uh, Barbara Streisand. No way. Oh boy. Yeah, and Barbara said, no bloody way, I'm touching that guy. Barbara Streisand, I could oh. never imagine um, yeah. knocking that out. Yeah. This is old Jeez. stuff, this is old news. Yeah, he wanted to get with Barbara, and Barbara said, no bloody way. You see, Mike, this is how men turn gay. They go out with uh, women like Barbara Streisand and Nancy Pelosi. Mm, that would drive me gay. Oh, Pelosi, forget about it. It'll turn a hey, straight man gay. Was, Michael, do you think Fetz was correct about her, her husband being Bobo? Well, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's I hard to say. That. It's hard to say. I don't know. That whole what thing mean, is that whole thing is a to, that whole thing is suspect. You know. If you're married to a woman like that, you can think about trying something else. Eh? Well, that's the thing when when I'm these uh, people get together, those that have you know, a, an immense amount of wealth and power, you know, they tend yeah. to sort of be in open relationships. Lots of, lots of, uh, wide open. lots of, uh, wealthy folks. They do that. You know, they are swingers. There's so many folks out there that have lots of money that like to, you know, bang other wives and, you know, their husbands, uh, they like doing that. They, they like the swapping game. It's like the Kubrick movie. Eyes wide shut. Again, that's a great example, and I know yeah. this sounds like it sounds like like crazy talk, 
But Mike, I'm telling you, movie. oh, I think I it's real. Movie. I cannot figure it out for the life of it, me. It, it sounds like crazy talk to a lot of people out there just tuning in for the very first time. They're like, "What? What the hell are these these people even talking about?" <laughs> uh, but we're talking about people with lots of wealth and power, and you know, they go through lots of uh, women and men, and uh, it goes as far as even children at times. It's insane the the well, lengths that these people go to, and of course, animals included. I mean, I mean that bit about uh, the little girl there in Colorado. What was her name? The Which one? one? Got, uh, Benet, Ra- oh yes, that yes. One, remember? Sure. Fetz uh, was talking about her, and I'm thinking, really? They were doing sex with her? Well, maybe I guess they were know. doing it to everyone out there in Hollywood as well. You know, it's strange. It's a strange sort of Very thing. Strange people. Very strange. Hopefully, that's not Very going strange. on in, in Alaska. But it Don't might go be. to shops in Toronto because apparently the, the dude with the big movies is still around. John Benet, by the way, yes. Um, Vic. <laughs> yeah, John Benet. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, right. Uh, yeah. That's, it's a weird, strange world, Michael. I don't know what's going on. I don't either. It's a very weird, strange world that we are living in and experiencing in real time together. And, you know, all we can really do is sort of laugh and enjoy these final moments in time. Uh, to be honest with you, all I know, Michael, is uh, all I know, Michael, is you guys crack me up. I love listening to you guys every week, and I wouldn't miss your show for anything. Well, and I appreciate that. Because other people want to call. Right? You so, got it, thank my friend. You. Thanks Listen for calling in. Call. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Anytime, by the way. Michael. You guys take care. Take care, Mike. All right, man. Take care. Take thank care. you so much for calling. Take care. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. You like that, Mike? Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, you sound just like a professional talk show host. I sound just like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> he was uh, kind of like a badass in the 80s, right? Yeah. Clearing I, I mean, house. I, he did well for... And then now uh, he's an old queen. An old queen. <laughs> he's an old queen. Oh, a fancy. Oh, he's a fancy. <laughs> he is now, I think. I think he's turned gay. No, he didn't. I think he's turned gay, Mike. Get out of here. He's turned gay. I, I read that. No, I'm lying about that. I didn't read that. I, I'm just making that up, by the way. Like a werewolf. Um, They're calling uh, James, James. I was going to say James Dean. James Fetzer in the chat room. They're <laughs> saying he looked like Wolverine because he he's got like these sideburns. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen him lately. You haven't, you haven't seen him lately? Yeah. He's a, a handsome man. At 82? At 82 years young. Good for him. Yeah. You know, women love Mr. James Fetzer, by the way. Do they now? They really do. Wow, I'll tell you, if, if I'm 82 and I'm attracting women, I will give it all that credit to Fetzer. I'm telling you, there's a lot of the older listeners out there that really like Jim. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty funny. You don't see that so much on this show here in the chat room, but on another show that... Um, features Jim Fetzer kind of regularly on, on Dean Ryan's show, specifically. Uh, lots of uh, women like him there. It's pretty crazy. The women wow. love Jim Fetzer. It's, it's something else. I am shocked. I'm shocked, too. I mean, good for him. I just didn't expect to hear something like that. Shout out to uh, Jim Fetzer and, of course, Dean Ryan, who's a great guy, by the way. He's a good guy. I don't know who that is. Do I think I? I think he was here for a few minutes one time, but we'll okay. we'll get him in here again and we'll all do a show together. All right. 
yeah it'll be fun and the mic you know we have some uh, sound clips here that i wanted to show you by the way listen let me hear me yeah yeah i got some audio here all right you know we got all your usual suspects here you know all right folks that you like oh i'm sure well you know i'm being sarcastic obviously i'm sure you know <laughs> you know you know oh you know sure I you do. got all your favorite folks like this uh, trans activist, by the way. Oh, boy. Yeah, are you ready for this? They're claiming transgender people can change their biological sex, Mike. Yeah. You're saying they can't? Prove it. Here we go, Mike. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Can trans people change their biological sex? Let's talk about the science of trans biology. Clinicians and biologists understand sex as a composite variable. One that has many attributes, including chromosomes, reproduction, hormones, and anatomy. When a trans person undergoes hormone replacement therapy, it changes many aspects of their biological sex. HRT gives you a hormonal profile identical to that of the sex you transition to, which induces real biological changes in your body. For trans women on HRT, we develop real breasts. Also, female skin texture, female body odor, real titties, female body fat distribution, real penises, female hair patterns in both body hair and head can, hair, female muscle mass, that? female bone density. Yes, let me Maybe pause that here for you, Mike. Hold on. Early enough. There we go. Yeah. So, what happens when they stop taking the medication? Well, they go back to their original form, I think. So, if that's the case, it's like a werewolf. You really can't say that they're becoming a full fledged opposite sex because unless you if you're still taking the medication to do so you're using the medication to make that transformation and it's not permanent so i rest my case yeah it's like makeup uh -huh. it's not permanent mike no you got to keep applying yeah yeah same way with uh, this here with a transgender you know you gotta keep going okay I didn't so there's nothing left you, but i had to, i had to <laughs> add that you, you please please continue here we go HRT also affects fertility, meaning that it changes the majority of your biological sex characteristics. A trans person in HRT ultimately obtains an intersex collection of biological traits that places them more in line with the sex they transition to than the sex they were assigned at birth. And it's important to classify us as such. Assigned. For example, my doctor needs to know that I'm hormonally female because my risk of heart disease, bone disease, and most cancers is in line with females due to the reality of my biological sex. Trans people yeah. aren't denying or erasing biological sex. We just prove that it's more complicated and changeable than we previously thought. Well, Mike, I have only one choice, and that is to transition okay. into a woman. Maybe I'll get a hired by WNEW for sure. Or CNN. Or CNN. Listen, man. Go ahead. Don't be scared. All these people, and specifically... And I'm specifically talking about these younger people, Gen Z, who are who are convinced by their teachers and these other people who uh, stand up as their mentors to tell them, oh, go ahead, start taking uh, hormone pills to change your, you know, grow tits or testicles or hair. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and they're they're in a sense they're they're sterilizing themselves uh, in one way. Um, do you think they're I mean, mentally ill by doing this, Mike? I definitely do, yes. It seems like it's a mental illness, in my opinion. It's I'm not also, PC, though, so you know, don't get mad at me. It's all, right. 
it's also the indoctrination of, of people in schools telling them that it's okay if you want to be, a, you know, if you want to be gay. So we won't tell your parents and you can start taking hormones and, you know, start becoming some sort of a monster. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I got nothing against gay people. But when you start lopping off parts of your body to be something that you were not born to be, I mean, look, man, just accept the fact you were either born a guy or a girl, period. And if you want to lick carpet or swallow sausage, go right ahead. They need God in their lives. Uh, They need Jesus camp. Yeah. Pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. Yeah. It's there's real there's real camps though like that. I'm sure there is. Where they pray the gay away. Oh golly. Ooh. Again, can you imagine? Problem. You want to be gay? Go right ahead. But when you start lopping Uh, parts off, man, you got a a serious. I think I'm turning gay right now. I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I am Japanese. I am so gay. For, for Japanese? For the Japs. <laughs> I wonder if Japanese people listen to the show and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> these these idiots here. Oh, Tokyo. Ugh, these Americans. I think every country's saying that right now. Probably, oh, right? They're, yeah, they're like, yeah, look at America right now. Yeah. <laughs> dumbasses. Yeah. Again, we're the only country on this planet that's entire primary focus is on sexual orientation i mean here we are in 2022 and we're still having this talk right i think we peaked already as a humanity mike as a society as people we hit we hit a peak already yep and now we're hitting now we're heading down we're scraping the bottom now we are at the bottom of the barrel what a what a sad state of affairs it really is i mean there we are lost cause now here in america we are leaderless essentially oh my gosh yeah absolutely another point it's it's a sad it's madness mike i am in a mania i really i really am i'm telling you again going back to what i was saying just like a jiffy lube mike Mm. we are all getting proverbially raped Mm. you know on the on the chat board Vic Grimes says, why does Mike care what other people do? Uh, it's not that I care so much about what other people do. It's how they, it affects me when masses of people who are a smaller percentage than the rest of the world or the rest of the country start telling me that I need to worry about pronouns on what to call people who are, oh, I don't know, binary, uh, them they yeah and it's also your taxpayer money going into these surgeries to pay for right. them so i don't give a crap what people are saying it's your money know, being used to uh, change their sex right but when it becomes a, a when it evolves me that's when i care right so you know, well, i don't give a damn what anybody says you know live your life just don't rub it off on me you know years ago i used to say that about uh jehovah's witnesses don't jizz on me <laughs> that too and we gotta we gotta put that on a shirt don't jizz on me a little American flag and little jizz coming out of the landing on the you know, flag on the American flag. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, um, I, I might need to put I, that on a T-shirt. When I was a kid living at home, teenager, and really starting to understand what how religion was and how effed up it was, Jehovah's Witnesses would come to my mind. This is when I was living with my parents in Patterson. Jehovah's Witnesses would come to the door on Saturdays or Sundays and ring the doorbell. And uh, usually when people, my parents weren't home, I would answer the door and start asking them questions. Uh, 
here's my point though. When they would come around, that was the sort of thing that I felt was, all right, you know, don't tell me what to do. All right, you want to believe in your religion? Go right ahead. Right. Don't they, tell me that. Yeah, don't, don't tell Mike anything. Me. Right. right. Don't, don't try to convince me that I got to follow your ways. So it's a lot like what's happening now. It so really is. We have is. this entire movement of gay people, or, or I should say trans whatever, um, and they're telling me that, you know, we've got to use the right terms, and if you don't, you could get sued or the cancel culture will come in and destroy your we'll life. Will kill you. I mean, I mean, grow up, man. Grow up. These people have nothing better to do. By the way, Vic Grimes is asking, has anyone specifically asked you to call them something different? And yeah, in, in the case of uh, my friend Robert, he wanted me to call him Roberta hmm. after he transitioned. Really? No, I made that up. Oh, okay. Call her, go ahead, you're live. Hey, Mike and Mike. I What's thought up? you might want a female perspective on this. Oh, shit. Knock us out. <laughs> Go ahead, as long as it's not, you know, we'll be fine. No, I mean, so, um, as as a born woman. Born woman, a biological, things, a biological woman. A biologically born woman. There you go. There's certain things that no amount of hormones are going to change. And even if, um, yeah, I'm... Uh, OG woman is what I say. Oh, shit. Uh, but <laughs> so there's there's just certain things that are never going to be able to change. And the real issue, as um, Mike was kind of getting into, is that it's not just about like oh let these people live their life. It's about gender demanding rights that put other people in danger. That's true. And like for guys, it's like oh ha ha, it's funny. Like this girl wants to be a guy in the men's room. For girls, it's like, oh, this is weird. There's a guy showing his, you know, member um, in front of underage women at a spa. In a bathroom um, as well. And, and it's in the same bathroom as women. Yes. And if you're a parent, uh, you have to take your child into the same bathroom as uh, this person here. No it's, a, it's a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, would you feel comfortable taking your five year old in a bathroom when there's uh, another guy in there? And then the women who actually or girl. the like bravery to speak out get in trouble for not for being transphobic right so it's definitely a plague and it's definitely um heavily influenced by our educational system That's it's right. encouraged and supported by the educational system um and that what is the educational system but the dumbing down of america it's a so, yes you know That's right circling and, back and to you know law. if i may interrupt for one second what you're saying about how the uh the gay the gay culture demonizes people who don't think their way and start calling you a, a homophobic or whatever it's the same thing mm -hmm. when 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 a, a republican or someone who is not a democrat says something against the ideology of democrats and then they call you a nazi and they just throw these words out that you know it loses the whole meaning of the word like they were calling trump hitler I mean, there's nothing close to the word Hitler would describe Trump. Um, nothing close would describe me as a Nazi just because I don't believe in the ideology of the left. So, yeah, they throw these words around, and that's – it's wrong. You're right, Kohler. You're absolutely right. Yes, and uh, – Yeah, this is all meaning. Right, and uh, do you find it fair that, you know, in terms of, like, sports, do you think it's fair for a man to be competing against a woman? No, like not if you're trying to have a fair competition. Exactly. I mean, so 
So there's there's the argument in terms of you can play co-ed sports. But when you play co-ed sports, there's usually rules that balance out the amount of, like, women and men that are on the same team because there's understandings that we have different, you know, strengths and abilities. Like, women can be very flexible and, like, they can be fast and get into oh, yeah. guys can't. But, like, that's – so there's, there's advantages to both sides, but there's always an understanding that, like, if I'm playing co-ed softball – with guys and girls, the guy who's batting is probably going to, you know, have a much greater chance of injuring me if I miss the ball. And he's going to be a lot stronger than you biologically. His <laughs> bones are going to be a lot more denser than yours, and he's going to have the physical, biological advantage over a biological woman. I mean, it's not rocket science, people. And there's exceptions. Like, it's a bodybuilding woman and, like, you know, an average to less than average strong man, you know, maybe she can beat him. But, like, in general... Like, you know. <laughs> well, there's not many women that are on the juice compared no, to men. No. You know, there's a... Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's exactly. A, there's a contrast difference there. But I, I get your point, and yes, that's a great point. And, I, you know, I just don't find a lot of these things um, reasonable, tangible, or anything that makes any sense, like San Francisco launching this guaranteed income program for trans, for the transgender community. Oh, yeah. it's It's only for, like, 2,000 people, and it's only in San Francisco City, but it's still like a, a portent for things to come. Um, and it's a I'm, softball. I'm in the area, so if you have any questions, too, in terms of, and I have a, a family member who claims to be trans, so if you have any questions for me, go oh ahead and Oh, my. That well. must uh, make for a very interesting uh, Thanksgiving. Um, well, you know, when, when you have uh, conservative parents and a trans sibling, uh, there's not usually much crossover between them. Oof. At, at one time, one of my family members, um, well, you know, they were, uh, they, they were lesbian. And they come from a Jehovah Witness background. You know, their parents were hardcore mm-hmm. Jehovah Witnesses. And there's their, their loving daughter now, uh, full-blown lesbian. But that, that was a phase that only lasted about 10, 10, 15 years. And now she's straight all of a sudden. Yeah. She met the right guy or just, I guess, I guess she met the right guy, but, um, the woman she was with, they were probably a very, what, what the kids call now a very toxic relationship full of, uh, drugs and, um, Mm -hmm. lots of barbiturates, uh, and you know, barbiturates laced with uh, apathy, very much like society is today. Everybody has their own same relationship problems and issues. That's okay. true. Gay, straight, you're all going to have issues with your people significant other. Out. That too. But, so, you know, straight people, not straight people, everybody breaks up. So if that's not really an issue. But, but you know, to their point of like, what, don't care what other people are doing. If you're, if you're uh, a homosexual, if you're gay, if you're a lesbian, if you're um, bi, yes. You're not hurting other people unless you're breaking the law, in which case then you're breaking the law. Uh, but with the trans transsexuals, that's where you're you're breaking down like years of women's rights by you know defaming what a woman is. You're ruining, you're uh, diluting the definition of a woman so that it becomes meaningless to have like a woman's or a men's rooms. Now it's like all gender bathrooms. There's lots of all gender bathrooms. Uh, but most people are uncomfortable with it. So in the Bay Area, I don't know if you've ever been up here, but most all-gender bathrooms are like a single stall. 
so they're just like, yeah, we're all gender. This used to be handicapped, but now it's just all gender because they need to like be ex- accepting, but like they also don't want people in their space. Very interesting. I'm I'm glad you called in. You know, we did need a woman's perspective, especially one that's out there in San Francisco. Yeah, it's a it's, a, it's an interesting. Place. It's a pretty wild so, place. I uh, I can rant about. Uh, anything that has to do with uh, transsexuals for a long time. But if you need me to go, uh, I can also make room for another caller. No, we're, we're still but, talking uh, to you here. We, don't we, we can't okay. hang up on you yet. I know Mike okay. um, is probably wanting to ask you something here. Uh, yeah. I'm listening. Just oh, listen. you're listening here. Okay. Yep. But yes, um, very interesting. I'm glad you called in. I know that must be, um, it's, it's a little unusual to call into a show and talk about, you know, personal issues. But, you know, we do appreciate the fact that you're sharing with us here. And, uh, you know, speaking of which, Thanksgiving is coming up. Are you going to be seeing your family? Uh, Obviously, I'm right? Planning on it, but most of my family is getting sick. So we're not sure if we're actually going to be getting together for Thanksgiving. Oh. But if we were, I don't think... Uh, the, I don't know if the family would be crossing. And if it would, it would be, like, very briefly. There was, like... A whole negotiation about like using not using the dead name and like when you come into their space you have to like respect them oh no yeah. are they um jammed <gasps> they i mean obviously they started are as a she but now say and i don't i don't know it's just uh <laughs> it's very confusing it must be yeah that so must that be tough so growing sensitive. up out yeah it must be difficult for you growing up there where you know it's a little a little odd at times, I'm sure. With the family. Yeah, and I, I think that's something that, that um, like, it points out, like, Mike also to, Mike with a Y, hideous. Um, Mike hideous, yeah. To what, what, um, what you were saying in terms of, um, there is, um, I think, a lot of mental illness in the community. And a lot of people who are maybe, could be anything, like, it could be autistic, it could be ADHD. Um, it could be whatever it is, but you're you're at a point where you're already struggling with something and you don't feel like you can fit into something. You grew up in a, a home. So oftentimes you grow up in a home background where um, you're expected to be one way and maybe that's not what you are. Right. And yeah. maybe you wouldn't necessarily become trans, but because now society has become so accepting of it and because when you come out, you get all these loves and emojis and likes and happy faces and you go girl and all that stuff. And I know it almost wants you to become gay, you know, it's almost Mm -hmm. like you're pressured to, uh, you know, experiment almost. See how the other side lives, Mike, yeah. It's okay now. (laughs) And like, I wonder how many of these people would actually be what they are if they lived like 150 years ago when it wasn't acceptable to be this. Well, yeah, especially if you lived in another country. Yeah. And it, yeah, and even now, even nowadays, and like they're like, oh, there's just so many, and like there's been a ridiculous growth of transsexuals, especially in like children in high school age, which that is not common. Like we could argue about okay whether whether or not there were like occasional transsexuals in the past. Um, we know there were definitely cross dressers. We know there were a lot of women who sure. pretend to be men, and we know there's men who will play female roles in certain situations. Um, but like actually thinking that you can change, we we didn't have the technology for that before. Like the way a woman gets her extra member if she wants to become a man is she has to have like a chunk of skin cut out of like her arm or like her side or her leg or something like that. And she ends up with this weird like 
square scar on her body from her skin being moved and it'll never fully work properly. And if you go the opposite way, male to female, you basically live with like an open wound your whole life. And Ooh. apparently the smell is disgusting. Oh so. my God, Mike. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I am officially yeah. grossed out here tonight. I am also officially disgusted. Jesus. <laughs> this is, uh, people don't hear these stories, though. Okay. They only hear, like, the people are like, yeah, okay. I'm just so excited. I'm finally getting my top surgery. I'm finally getting my bottom surgery. Like, they don't understand what's happening to them. Like, that's why people right. are fighting back so hard across the states right now is because they're doing this to children. They're letting children make decisions that, about body altering decisions like you're not allowed to get a tattoo until you're 18 but you can go on hormones and you have your boobs cut off yeah and you're and, and uh, your parents uh, you know they're not privy to know about it yeah without the consent of your parents that's right we and live so in a, we live in a crazy it's, it's world <laughs> we live in a crazy world mike right this world is crazy <laughs> caller <laughs> this shit is crazy and, and, you know, you made a perfect point by what you just said about how uh, these younger children who, technically speaking, who are still underage they're to underage at the age of 21. They're impressionable too, Mike. Right. But at the same time, they're being told by their teachers that it's okay to get hormone uh, uh, injections and so on and so forth. Not yeah. realizing, that, realizing that once you do step over and get the change – that's it. You're sterile. Yeah, there's you no way. Never you never have children. You're, you ain't coming back from that. Nope. And and again, that's also why the suicide rate for those particular it's high. Uh, yeah. people is very high. You're right. Because they may, it's a phase. You know, it's a phase. Um, mm -hmm. you, you, you know, you're young. I went through it. I went through it as a younger man, uh, you know, bisexuality. Yeah, Mike was gay for a while. <laughs> he turned gay. <laughs> You know, and I experimented, but I never, I never, ever, ever considered, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my junk cut off and uh, grow a set of boobs. Yeah, well, both gay men I know, you know, they don't even con consider that sort of option. You know, that's that's never been an option to them to sort of um, change their, you know, their private parts. That's that's pretty far. Mm -hmm. You would have yeah. to not really be normal to be going through something like that. You're not normal to, to go that far. And that's where a lot of people with mental health end up, like with some other issue, end up in that situation and choose to be transsexual. Um, like that's definitely, I know that's definitely was with my family. It's, it's, a, it's a mental health thing and they have other, you know, documented issues. Um, but they didn't show any signs. Like that's another thing is like um, I've met, you know, one or two kind of, Transsexuals who seem pretty happy, you know, with themselves and with, sure. their, with their decisions. I'm sure there um, are. And but then other ones who are just like they do it and like they 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 think they're going to be happy, but it doesn't really make any difference, and it doesn't actually really help with with the true issue. Um, so it's just it's it's a difficult decision to make. But um, like I saw in terms of in my personal experience that there was always a searching for like, where do I belong? How do I like fit in? And then there was also a, I want to be like, I want to get this kind of girl and I can't get her and you, you can't get her long enough that you're like, well, what if I could become her? Ooh. And then you're like, okay, well I'll, I'll switch. And then maybe people will want me the same way that I want that person. 
so that, that's kind of my hypothesis for a lot of these people. They want to be wanted the same way they want women. Yes, they're seeking to be desired. In the same way that, yes, I see. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case for uh, some of these folks out there, no doubt. And um, I believe, um, what, what's his name here? One of our old-time listeners here, Phoenix. He says, gay and trans are so totally not the same thing. Yes, they are They are very different. They, they are, are different, different, yes. We, we, we're not disagreeing with you there. And he's our resident uh, gay man here, by the way. Yeah, and like, there is proof of, you know homosexual relationships throughout history so like that that has um that is an argument for it and then like um was it that it's a joke the joke was that it's lgbtq you know i whatever plus right. and they want to take the l and the g out of it and just be like trans plus like gay men are being pushed out and like they're not like listened to like it's their opinion on this like this stuff doesn't matter yeah there's a bit of a war from what i've read yeah, blame all this like on the internet. Men, doesn't matter. Yeah, that, yeah. There's a bit of a, a civil war going on too. By the way, Mike. <laughs> yeah. The women, the gays, the trans—they're all fighting. We're all divided I blame here. Blame this all on social media. And <laughs> We're all divided. For everybody to come out and say, "Well, I believe this and I believe that," and if you don't believe this, you're wrong and you're a Nazi and blah blah blah. <laughs> I agree. Social media is one of the determining factors of all of our troubles. This is uh, this is true. Um, we are very. Well, I, would, I, I shouldn't say everyone is, but the, the majority of people, not including us, you know, they very much side with what they see on social media, what their friends are posting. You know, you see um, girls looking at their Facebook and they're seeing their friends doing X, Y, and Z. And then they're like, well, why am I not doing what she's doing? Why am I not out in the Bahamas? Why am I not getting a shit on by, you know, a prince in Saudi Arabia? You know, they, they think that way. Not all women, but a lot of them do, and men too. You know, some of some men also guilty of that too, and that's where the mental illness comes into place. Yeah, that was a lot to unravel exactly. there. I'm sorry. No, no, and no, and no. I'm just, I, I agree. <laughs> Went nuts there. That happens. You get a little crazy here on this program, um, but yeah, I'm so glad you called in to uh, share this with the, with the classroom here, and uh, you know, Thank I. You for, yes. I hope your parents aren't and your family. I hope there. I hope there's no conflict going on. I feel like there might be, though. I feel like, uh, just like everyone else out there right now in America, I think your family also is probably a little divided right now too. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone just has has um, unmet expectations. Um, you know, on both sides, people have expectations and ideas of what what the ideal parent, what the ideal child is, and then. Uh, that person invariably ends up, you know, being their own individualistic person, and it, it you are left with unmet expectations. So, you know, they're you know they try and get along, but it's you know it's hard. It's hard when you have two fundamentally different points of views that are completely contrary to each other, and like your core belief is that oh, you shouldn't exist the way that you are because that's evil. We um, are the uh, most complicated animal on earth, by the way. Oh, yeah. we, no, actually, we make things complicated. We're the only animal on Earth that goes to sleep thinking about our our conflicts and our troubles. No other animal on Earth does that, except humans. Yeah, we have all these weird archetypes. We're like, we have a concept of a mother and a concept of a father, and they're going to completely determine our lives. 
you know, then like you're holding that with you and then you finally get to, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, hopefully sometime in your life and you're like, wow, they're just other people like me. That's right. Other adults. That's the, they don't have to hold sway over me. That's the shocker though. You know, you grow up idolizing your parents and then you get older and you're like, oh shit, they're just like uh, everyone else. They don't really have the answers to any of our problems. But then again, no one really does. And there's never really one answer for the sum of all of our problems either. But, you know, we, we go around and we sort of think our folks know everything and they're the messiah and all that shit. And then, you know, you realize that they're just normal human beings like your next door neighbor uh, in their underwear swinging a hammer around. <laughs> it's a crazy world. But, but there, you know, there's a value in putting certain safeguards. So, like, wait until the person's 18 right? before they're allowed to make life-altering decisions. Like, we do that for other things. Why can't we do this for this, too? Yeah, that's how backwards say, we like, are. Oh, like, transsexuals like, can't exist and they can't have any rights. Like, you just go, well, yeah, but if you still have, you know, if you can still get an erection, you're not allowed in a female's bathroom. Hey, 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 like, watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty talk. Um, but let me ask you this. Let me ask both of you this. Um... Let's say you found someone, you know, and everything was, you know, someone that you liked very much and, you know, you're going on a few dates with them, you're talking and then all of a sudden they hit you with, you know, I used to be a man or a woman, whatever the case might, might be. Um, would you still stay with that person? <laughs> Go ahead and uh, Mike, answer that first. Well, first and foremost, I'm pretty sure you might be able to tell. What if you were thrown off? What if you didn't even know? You'd have to be very... uh, Ignorant. Ignorant not to see the signs. Well, Uh, let's just say hypothetically you didn't see the the red flags, Mike. Let's just say you were so into them and, you know, later on they revealed to you like, hey, I used to be a man, now I'm a woman. I actually have a working gash, working vagina, (laughs) an open wound for you. Um, You know, would you take that, that opportunity, Mike, to sort of... You know, do go do the deed with them. No. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? No, no, it's a no, big no. no for you. Absolutely. I mean, look, I don't, I don't go that way. I'm, I'm not into it. It's nothing personal. But I would just say, look, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. We're losing but... subscribers now, Mike. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would simply say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, just my not. God. Not walking down that path. If if uh, I'm sorry if that offends you, but bye bye. This is an amazing show, by the way. You're not going to hear this at Walmart. Um, <laughs> you re- you're really not. Um, what about you? Um, I I feel like I don't want to call you caller. You know, you you are a listener. What, what's your name, by the way? Uh, you can call me Abby. Abby. Okay, we got Abby here. Abby, what about you? What if you were so into you know this? guy that turned out to be a girl and then let's just say they got like a working penis uh w- would you give it a shot um the uh the adam's apple would give her give her well, well let's just say thinking the same again thing. again you no, yes <laughs> let's just say you didn't you know you didn't catch the, the red flags at first i mean if if we if we connected like that that means we just should have been friends what like, what if you have like a strong like, connection and you know you friends. you have a little yeah. wine with them you know you're a little tipsy you know you're a little you're feeling it's, it you know you guys are hugging not, there's they don't there isn't so the thing is to say with like a working penis but that doesn't exist yet so like that's that's still in that's not a that's not a 
possible. Well, hypothetically speaking here, let's just say the penis is working fine on this female. Um, now female. After she, after she inflates no, it? No, I can't do it. I can't do it. There's like... You're not you going to do it. Okay. me scars and the like... Not gonna be like look fully right, you know. It's just it's just wrong. This is amazing, by the way. It's probably <laughs> one of our best shows now. It's pretty hilarious. Um, our, like, isn't that disturbing? Like, wouldn't you be disturbed by like? It is disturbing. Me? Yeah, no I doubt. Like, so, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I could do it. You know what? I I wouldn't be able to do it either. <laughs> no disrespect to the the trans of people what? out it's there. Just like if you ask a gay man, like, oh, would you like to be with a woman? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, well, yeah, I see what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. That's all. Our residential uh, gay listener, um, Phoenix, out there who we love, he says, if I was on a date with a dude and we got all nasty and I went to grab his uh, cock and found the cunt, <laughs> I'd probably Jesus. puke. Can you be a little more specific? Yeah, well, we appreciate the details here. You know, we like that. <laughs> Leave no stone unturned. I mean, it's disturbing. Anytime someone pulls a bait and switch on you, you're a little bit disturbed. You so are, like, yes. I mean, look at look, look what happened to my friend when he went out there to TJ, by the way. Dancing with a beautiful woman, or so he thought. And, you know, things got a little hot and heated, so they go to the, the corner of the bar there and the, the last, you know, the last um, seat there. And, you know, he sticks his hand under her dress, her mini, dress, her mini skirt, whatever it is. You know, and he's going up there, and uh, you know, he found a pair of balls. <laughs> Not just one, two. He found two. <laughs> Not just one, but two. This has got to be like the weirdest feeling. That has got to be crazy, by the way. My God. Oof, what a nightmare. But I'm sure some men have actually gone uh, through with that sort of thing, Mike and um, Abby. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, it yeah, doesn't work for everybody. Up. It doesn't work for yeah. everybody. It's just the same. I, you know, I feel the same way. Let me just be honest with all of you. The same way I see, um, I view this the same way as I see, you know, like swingers and people that do the whole wife swapping thing. That's, that's a little weird to me, to be honest. Hey, we can know. I'm yeah. not really, I'm not really into that sort of thing. But like, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt anyone else. As long as it's all consenting adults, it doesn't hurt anyone. So I, I agree with you. Yes. It, it doesn't affect that. So it's like, whatever. Do what I'm you with want. you on that. But, you know, when I hear about that, I'll, I hear about that sometimes and I'm just like, whoa, guys are a little, like, some guys are a little too free in my opinion. You know, they're, they're letting their wives get banged by their friends. It's, it's a little crazy to me. What a weird world is all I'm saying. Yeah. So a little none for me thinks I'm driving. Right. Like, it's not, not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea either. I, it's, but some men, you know, they are into that. They're like, yeah, bang my wife. <laughs> I had a listener say that to me once. They emailed me wanting me to bang their wife. Their, their wife. Uh, what a compliment. It's happened more than once, and I've denied it every time. I'm like, no, I'm not going down that. That's a, that's a weird thing. I'm not going I, down that hole. Get I'm it. not going down. Yeah, I'm not going it's down that gash. Yeah, we women are emotional creatures. You don't want to, like. You don't want to, you know, get involved. In I don't want to get involved in any of that. That that sounds like a a death trap. <laughs> These women will kill you in your sleep. You know, that's a fear of mine. Being uh, killed in my sleep. How have no theory? Yeah, and people often wonder, you know, what's going on with you, or you know, are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And I'm just like, you know, slow it down. I'm just trying not to get murdered. That's all. 
<laughs> in today's society, I mean, people are insane. They sure are. I am scared shitless of everyone nowadays. You, you have, have to be. Every right to be. You have to be. This is a you dangerous know, I, world. I, I, I've I've said this story. I've said this story before, once before on on the air. Um, when I was in high school, we used to have the rifle club, and people actually brought rifles to school, but we never thought about killing people. You know, like now. Well, thank God. <laughs> well, thank God you're not thinking about that. But my point is this: like, think about it. You know, now you got kids going to school where there are metal detectors security guards and not just to stop a fight but you know the possibility of something goes down not that the security guard is going to do anything because they won't let them have any weapons because schools are gun free zones i like the way you said that you're like weapons uh, i was being a little eccentric here but uh, you know you can't like this is a whole different world and we've gotten to the point where it really in is. my opinion Things are just becoming more and more out of control. And, and and I blame that on both parenting and the fact that our government is out of their freaking mind. <laughs> Do you agree with uh, Mike, Abby? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge issue. It's like, have you seen, you know, senators try to hold guns? Like, they have the finger on the trigger, no trigger discipline. Like, he used to teach kids these things so that they would know how to be responsible adults when it came time. And instead, you're like, no, no, it's too scary. You don't get to know. And then it's like they ever encounter it. It's like, ooh, it's too scary. I didn't know what I'm doing. And then they accidentally shoot someone because they put their finger on the trigger. <laughs> it's true. You, it's see so a lot true. Of, um, you see a lot of um, people shooting themselves, too, on uh, social media. Well, they make guns out to be the bad, the bad thing, when in, in reality, it's not the guns that kill people, it's people. Because look, if it wasn't a gun, it would be a club, a baseball bat, a kitchen knife, a fork. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. it's not the weapon, because people have been killing each other for millennia. So it's not the gun, although it makes things easier, but it's not the gun, it's the people. Mm -hmm. I rest my case. There is. And that's why we should have gun education in schools. Right? I agree. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I don't know if I want teachers carrying guns exactly, but, um, you know, in today's world, teachers, they are groomers. Do you want a groomer with a gun next to your baby boy or girl? Well, maybe not. Openly. I opt not for uh, these groomers to be carrying weapons. I don't want my uh, kid to be around a groomer. But Michael. Ponder on this. I'm pondering. Let's just say, hypothetically, you have a child going to school and a circumstance arises where there is a shooter in the school. Would you feel comfortable knowing that the teacher was there already prepared? A teacher strapped with a strap. Well, again, I'm not <laughs> saying openly carry where children yeah. can see the gun, but I'm saying if a, if a qualified person, man or female, who learns how to operate a firearm, has one in the classroom and something goes down and your child is in that classroom, would it not be make sense or would you not I mean, I, I mean, I would feel safe, but at the same time, I would still view this teacher the same way I view a pit bull. You know, pit, pit bull owners say, oh, you know, this pit bull, he's a, good, he's a good dog. He's never attacked anyone. You know, I see these groomers the same way, you know. They never did anything either until they, they raped my son. That's a little extreme. I was, you know, kind of joking there. You can laugh. Well, it's okay. 
I'm just saying. I was just I'm being just silly. Saying, it's always good. For example, an, an, another perfect, uh, another perfect sample would be, why have a gun if it's not going to be loaded? You, you know, that's pretty gangster, Mike. Well, it is a truth, though. I mean, if you're going to have a weapon for a reason, look at Mike over yourself, there. Why would you not have it loaded? Got I a, always carry my gun loaded. We always. got a Clint East, Clint Eastwood here, co-host make, here. Make my day. <laughs> I didn't know well, it was you a, put a magazine ready to go. <laughs> And like practice, right? Do your dry fires, do your practice friends. All teachers should it. carry an AR fifteen, I think. <laughs> Most teachers want protection, but we have security guards on campus anyway and like cops on a lot of school campuses. Why aren't they like trained or like actual people who can handle a situation? It's a good question. I mean we should be asking about Uvaldi as well. Those cops that stood down too. Yeah. Well, and then we, they don't like to talk about it, but then there's other situations where, like, oh, it was about to be a mass shooter event, and then this guy who had, you know, a carry permit took out his gun and shot him, and boom, no disaster. Like That's true. You have cases like that. They just don't like to publicize that because that doesn't make headlines. Right. It's not a, um, it's not a, it's not a story that grabs you. It's not very it's, sexy. It's, it's not a story that irritates other people. Right. That's what the media <laughs> enjoys. When they can, can they can stir up conflict between others who have an opposite opinion, that's what they thrive on. This world is yeah. crazy, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. That's all I was thinking about the first time I took acid. I just kept saying, man, this world is crazy. <laughs> that's all I could think about when I was on acid. I'm telling you, the very first time, I'm like, my God. Get me off of this planet. That's why I always say, you know, I'm just an observer here. I I am not a participant at all. I'm just looking through the ins. You know, I'm looking from the outside, like Harvey Weinstein, just watching you guys shower. That's all. That was terrible, by the way. All those poor women. The act of observation. Oof. Observed, Michael. <sighs> I I go crazy in my thoughts. That's like Star Trek 101. You don't right? want to know what I'm thinking. You know, I'm, I I would go to jail if you knew what I was thinking. Let's put it that way. And people say this is a political show. No, no, not no, at all. We're we're, not we're too crazy to be. No, we're too crazy to be political. Religious show. Yeah, this is a religious show. It's a re, it's a religious paranormal show. Religious paranormal show. It is. It really is. It's a very. It's a paranormal show. It's a very scary show. It's a show that uh, Rudy Giuliani would not want to be on. It'd be too frightening for him. <laughs> well, a lot of uh, today's trans people do seem to be coming out of like conservative Christian communities. You got to wonder. Yeah, you do got to wonder. Well, look at me. I was born and raised in a Roman Catholic family. My my father went to church. Well, my father went to church every day after I was 16 and I had my first major cancer um, mm. uh, situation. So he my parents were religious before that, but my father was always, let me be specific here. My father believed in God, but he never pushed it on me or my family. He just did his thing. He, you know, he prayed, he went to church. Praise Elohim. Ugh, not quite, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so all I'm saying is this, I was born and raised in a Roman Catholic family and I turned out to be a Satanist. So, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a great I, parenting there. Satanist. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm joking, is, Mike. I, I love you. I, listen, bro. I, I, from the age of 13, now mind you, I went to a private school, a, a private, I went to a public school when I was in grammar school. Yeah. 
But during our grammar school years, I went to CCD, Sunday school, and I got my penance, I got my communion, and my confirmation. And at 13, right after I got my confirmation, you know, my parents used to send me to church on Sundays. And after I got my my confirmation, I stopped because at that point I was in high school and taking religion classes in a Catholic school. I went to Patterson Catholic High School. And I began to question the existence of God, heaven, so on and so forth. So when I would ask questions about the devil or Satan or Satanists or Satanism, immediately the teachers or the nuns or the monk would tell my parents, well, we think your son is worshiping the devil because he asks too many questions about the devil. <laughs> so that right there was enough to make me think, well, you know what? This, this is bullshit. Rosemary's now. baby. <laughs> so <laughs> Poor eventually, Mike. you know, I began to question religion and, and I found that there was no answer. So your dad was so, like all that Catholic school and I still raised half a fag. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually I love you, Mike. I You're a great guy. Atheist. I know. I became an atheist from 13 up until about the age of, what am I? I saw about the age of 44, and that's when I became, I began studying the occult. You got woke. And I got woke. You were woke, yeah. <laughs> I was studying yeah. the occult and, and Satanism and witchcraft, and, and when I read the books on Satanism, I said, wow, this is me. So mm -hmm. after all those years, decades of being an atheist, and having originally grown up as a Roman Catholic, now I'm a complete opposite of what those upbringings were. It it's happens, though. Because the yeah. theory right. and the, the method mm -hmm. of it all is it makes sense. It makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Yeah, uh, there's a quote by G.K. Chesterton that I'll uh, botch if I try to say it exactly, but he essentially says that the hardest place to be for religion or belief is in the shadow of the cross. And he means exactly people like you and me, Mike, who grew up in the church and who grew up with that belief system. Like, you're the most skeptical of it. Other mm -hmm. people are like, oh, my life is all crazy. And then they find it and it gives them some level of salvation that they need to move forward. But it's like, you see, you see all the flaws when you're born into it. All of them. It's crazy, though. I mean, you know, you Mike has seen both sides. You know, he's come to the conclusion that both messages are always about self-preservation, basically, and sort of, you know, becoming your own sort of sanctuary on both sides. That, that's the ultimate message I get from the Bible and the Satanic Bible. You know, it's always about caring about yourself and others, basically. But, you know, more so on the Christian side, you get that. But it's, I'm just uh, drawing parallels here. I'm just saying it's kind of the same thing. It's all the same shit. It's, it's it's refracted and reflected. It's as above, so below, as within, so without. Like you don't get one without the other. You yes, these the, without coal. Religion <laughs> is a social construct, in my opinion. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I I encourage people to uh, have their own personal spiritual practice, um, but religion, you know, is, you know, that's all organized and it's groupthink. Man is what uh, corrupts other men and women. Not the, um, I agree. not the book. The book is good for the record. Uh, I find the Bible and all, all, all religious texts uh, to be beneficial. I think. Well, when you think about it, they're well, all good books. All the Bible is, is a, is a series of stories on how to be a better, a better person person. And so and is uh, the satanic Bible as well about being the best you can be 
being the right. best version of yourself. It's a little different. It, well, than I mean, the, that's the that. Well, it's a little different, but in my Not a little. Well, you know, in my that's the way I perceive it, though. And that's well, fine, and some I suppose, people say but... every religious text has truth. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they're all good. I, I'm not saying just to get rid of it all. I'm just saying, you know, you can draw all good lessons from everything you read. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's your, you're right. It's your point of the observer, and it's what you take in from the story that really um, goes with you and really defines who you are, you know? This is a great show, by the way, tonight. <laughs> it's been fun. Where do you go from here? Oh, there's so much um, to go here. We still got some uh, audio clips here to play. Um, but uh, Abby, you know, I do want to thank you for uh, calling in here. Yeah, this has been fun. Thank you for Appreciate having that. me on the show. Yeah, it's been a good time. Definitely don't be shy. Call in uh, whenever you'd like. Thank you. I will, I will try to. I've enjoyed this. Thank Have a you. Good night, you, guys. you got it. Take care. Take care. Mahalo. Yeah, that was a good, good call there. Indeed. I like when people share with us these stories. I mean, we don't hear them enough. Well, she brought up a lot of excellent points. Brought you know? up some great points, and that's what we like here. We like people calling in and sharing their thoughts and opinions. And, you know, Mike, that's what makes a great show. That's what makes the world go round. Makes the world go round on the flat earth. On the flat earth. <laughs> on the flat earth, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. Mike, you know I love you, right? I do. You're a good guy. Oh, He's you. a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't really affirm people much. Okay. Yeah, okay. so, you know, I'm just okay. letting it be known that, you know, you're a good man. You have a good heart, a good soul. I try. A good uh, black I've got soul. i my flaws, but I try. Yeah, you're Italian, you know, that's a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. He's a good man. He's a good man. We love that's the Italians. The thing about Michael and I is that we, we, we are adult enough adult. to crack on each other um for ethnic backgrounds and beliefs whatever it may be and yet laugh about it and that's the problem with so many people today is this this woke sensitivity that no one can handle a joke no one can handle what other people's opinions are look i i don't agree with the uh, the way certain organizations might have uh, a a racist um uh anti feel anti-good feelings about other cultures or, or, or ethnic people. It's not right. But at the same time, if they're in this country, the law states you have a right to believe what you want to believe. As long as you're not, if, for example, if the KKK comes out and says, well, we want you to believe what we believe is, which we don't like black people, Jews, uh, Mexicans, or anybody who comes into our country who isn't white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant. I don't agree with that. But at the same time, our country allows us to have an opinion. Yeah, so, I so agree. Is, and, and now this might sound weird, but I'm going to say it anyway. So if the KKK, I, I don't have a better just I don't have a better subject to use. I'm just using the KKK. If the KKK didn't push their ideology on the other people, KKK took my baby away. Right. Sorry. So if they didn't have their opinion and they were forcing it on the people. So technically speaking, they would be allowed to have that that belief as long as they're not hurting anyone, pushing it on anyone. Again, that might be a really bad uh, uh, subject. I hear you. But all I'm saying is that if you don't like a certain ethnic group, it's your opinion. You keep it to yourself and you carry on, period. 
And I believe, Mike, great points, by the way. Um, I'm not ignoring what you're just saying, but we are joined by another caller. Go ahead, caller. You are live. What's up, guys? This is Mike D. for live from the chat room. Thank there you me. are. The first time caller. Yeah, I'm a long time listener. First time caller, long time listener. We love that. Yeah. We I had a question for uh, Mike Gideon. Um, you being into the Satanism thing, I've always understood that to be like pure indulgence. You're not really worshiping this evil character. It's just whatever temptation, whatever just urge you have, you feed that. You know, you just, it's pure, you know, just indulgence. But hear about all these elites and the people behind the scenes and all this and they, they're Satanists and they're killing children and they're they're drinking children's blood and stuff. I mean, that's so much of a big difference from the people that I've met and actually heard about that have talked about Satanism. And is that something that's different from the Luciferian part of it or is that a part of the Satanism that you can take to extremes? I mean, have you been ever around any, I mean, honestly, and I'm not saying it's bad or anything, I mean, you do you, but have you been around that part of that, that part of Satanism, or is that some imaginary thing like the drinking of the adrenochrome and all this and that they just put out in, you know, the media? Is that is that something that you've ever had any experience with? Okay, so let me make sure I got, I got your question right. You're asking me if I have ever mingled with or been around or associated with people who claim to be Satanists who have uh, drank blood? Is that is that what you're saying? Or, or you know how the you know the the we get that these elites are like you know they're killing children and they're doing this and doing that. And is that even a real thing? I mean, from what I've understood of Satanism, I mean, maybe okay. in the dark, uh, deeper parts of it, they might do like stuff like that. But it's always just been a religion of indulgence. It's not really a right. You know. So so if I may reply. Uh, first and foremost, no, I've never, I have never encountered anyone uh, who believes in, uh, you know, child sacrifice or anything, or even animal sacrifice. As a matter of fact, when I was studying the books of Satanism, there was one particular book that I bought whose author, who the author was, I cannot remember his name. But as I went about, oh, I don't know, maybe a quarter away through the book, one of the things he mentions was how he sacrifices animals. He used, he would use pigeons or doves pigeons and yeah sacrifice them by you know cutting their heads off and using their blood I am 100% against that now in the original uh, satanic Bible uh, and and many interviews that were conducted with Ant dr. Anton LaVey was that he and the original movement were very much against animal sacrifice they were very much against any abuse of any child whatsoever Okay, uh, I cannot speak for everyone, but I can tell you just about every single Satanist or someone associated with Satanism that I've ever met stands by the original teachings of Anton LaVey, which were no cruelty to animals, no human sacrifice, and certainly no abuse to children. So, so no, I've never been around are, those people. Or do you think uh, it's I, like think, a I think a lot of it might be, um, uh, you know, me media. No idea what happened there. Wow, that was Whoa. Frightening. You're right. I'm all right. That was um, that was scary. Where did that come from? On your side? I believe so. Okay. 
Well, I know we're having some troubles with our caller. Uh, it's very, very low. I'm, I'm sure you heard that, right? I heard that, yeah. He was really low. He's very, very low. Um, so, caller, you're still there, right? No, I think he's gone. I think that noise scared the hell out of him. Gone? I think that noise scared all of us. Okay. All right. Well, just to finish, uh, just to finish running off the answer here to this, the caller, I've never been around anybody who sacrifices animals, drinks blood, molests children, or does any crazy, stupid stuff like that. That's all. That's all perpetrated on um, the side of those who are hardcore believers in Christianity or any uh, religion where uh, Satanists, Satan, or uh, hell is the adversary. So right. it, it's conducted by those people who believe in that their religion to be an evil thing. I mean, you talk to anybody who is a Christian and they will tell you that, that um, Satan and demons and all that stuff is, they are bad. And it's, it's, it's you, listen, if, if, if the church did not have Satan, they'd be broke. And a lot of these uh, groups are very different, by the way like the uh, Satanic Temple and the Church of Satan, they right. are two different things completely. Yes, they are. In fact, the Satanic Church uh, is very liberal, very PC, very Democrat. The original incarnation of Satanism by Dr. Anton LaVey and his original group of people that he started out with were, and, and you're, you may fall off your chair when I tell you this, their belief in the, the left-hand policy was somewhat based on, uh, I don't want to say Republican, but Republican ideas, uh, specifically about law and order and how to keep things civil. That was the whole thing about Satanism. You could have it, it, it's it's referred to as a selfish religion. However, there are still laws in order to keep things from being chaotic. And by the way, just to add. The Satanic Temple, by the way, they don't believe in a supernatural Satan, by the way. Most of us don't. Yeah, I was going to say, oh. most of you folks out there, they don't. None of these they groups don't. actually believe no, of in a not, supernatural Satan at all. That's right, because Satan, in fact, uh, Michael Aquino would have said the same thing. Um, which, by the way, his birthday passed not too long ago. I think it was the 16th of October. Um, what I'm saying is that every Satanist just about every single Satanist will tell you that there are some that, that do believe in, in the deity. Oh, well, absolutely. Of I'm just saying the certain groups, they don't believe in that. But yes, uh, I see uh, CM5891 saying, but that shit is real. Don't think it has to do with Satan, but child torture and sacrifice and yeah, but trafficking that to do with Satan. is incredibly and unfortunately real, which I do not deny. No, but again, it has nothing to do with... Uh, a supernatural Satan at all. No. These and, are people and, and, that have, um, they have psychotic issues. Michael, you know as well as I do, Aquino, Michael Aquino was going, uh, let me rephrase that, Dr. Aquino. Doctor, yeah. Was. Um, the good doctor, yeah. He was, he was uh, on multiple occasions accused of being involved with certain people. Absolutely. Uh, in po politics and, and, and Hollywood. Uh, in uh, child molestation and child trafficking, and and he, you know, proved himself in court that he was never a supporter of such horrific things. None of us are, because we don't believe in that. You know, the, the whole psychodrama of 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 the rituals and the curses and the 
the conjuring of demons and so on and so forth. It is just what I'm saying, psychodrama. And psychodrama is just what you use to um, right. further empower your powers as a human. And yes, um, if anybody wants to call in, that number is 424 666 2425. I forgot about that number, by the way. Yes, 666. That's 424 666 2425. I like that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it just rolls off your tongue. 424 666 2425. I just turned my um, crucifix upside down just for you, Mike. No, I'm joking. By the way, caller, I'm uh, kidding. I'm whoever kidding. that was who called, uh, we apologize for having lost you. Yeah, we apologize tremendously. We are very sorry. I have no idea what happened, but it seems like uh, there was a ghost in the machine, Mike. Mm. But I think it's working now, though. I, you know, if anybody wants to call in, don't be afraid to call in. Uh, we're kind of, we're almost close to the end here, Mike. I know. Isn't that sad? Eh, it's always sad. It is sad. I'm getting sad here, Mike. You should be. I was having lots of fun doing the program with you, and now I'm seeing that the time is running out. You know, Mike, I might not be the same after this. <laughs> I am. We are winding down, and it is sad. I, you know, I hate to close the show, but that's what's going on. You know, we might have to close the show soon here. And I don't want to. You know, Mike, it's been a long time we haven't been able to do this live and direct. Um, when things are scary, you know, um, live shows, you don't know what can go wrong. And unfortunately, we found out. Um, the phone line sort of died out for a moment there. And, you know, my mic got... There we go. Here we go. My mic got cut off, Mike. My mic got cut off, Mike. Hey, Mike, did your mic get cut off? My mic, Mike, my mic got cut off and uh mike i don't know what's gonna happen with the mic i know mike what's up with the mic so many mics but um i might be able to fix that um but yes definitely call in if you'd like 424-666-2425 don't be afraid we are here for you and you know if you are having a rough time in life right now you know the holidays are coming in and lots of folks are depressed and sad but don't worry me and mike are here to brighten up your day or night, the sun will shine on you soon. That was nice. That was nice. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Until I strangle you in your sleep. Like Richard Ramirez. Don't let the voice fool you. I will stab you in the throat. I will murder you. in the throat. With my mind, of course, not oh. physically. That would be wrong. I would never murder you. <laughs> not intentionally, of course. Just by accident. Metaphor. We might be hunting and I might, you know, aim the gun towards you and shoot you instead. That's, um, that's barbaric right there. Call you Cheney. I know, I'm like Dick Cheney. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you and then you're going to apologize for it. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Oh, Mike. What a time to be alive, my friend. Oh, you think so? I disagree. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's, this is a, I'm telling you, we've hit the peak. Yeah. Peak of sad. society. Really sad. It really is. And then, of course, Mike, we have your favorite people on earth, like this guy here. Now, <laughs> one day they will find out that hell is. This is the stuff of Nero. 
And if we're going to sit here and talk spiritual implications and manifestations about when the spirit of the age manifests itself on, on that team, you obviously need to know if you come to this show, I'm sure as hell going to do it when it happens on the other one. Hmm. This is the stuff of Nero. Now, Nero in our system of government could not put Christians on stakes, light them on fire to illuminate his orgies. He doesn't have the power to manifest something like that. But here's what Nero will do. Lawfare from the federal government of the United States of America will now be declared upon the Church of Jesus Christ. Okay. The United States government is about to declare itself at war with the kingdom of God. Oh, openly. my. How do you feel about that? Mike? On a federal level. What, what exactly is he talking no about? No longer just a few blue states like Oregon that want to go after Sweet Cakes by Melissa or Washington that want to go after Baron L. Stutzman or a few crazies in Denver, Colorado and their rainbow jihad that want to go after poor Jack. No, on a systemic level, the United States of America is going to declare war on the church with this legislation. That's its intent. They're declaring war. And that's uh, Steve Dace, I believe that's his name. So what exactly is he talking about? I have no idea. A, a listener sent me that clip without any context, and uh, I just thought, yeah, this guy is nuts. And, of course, you know, he he was endorsing Ted Cruz, from my understanding, back in 2016, and worked as a senior campaign operative in Iowa for Cruz's presidential campaign. That's plenty of reason for me to think this guy's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he said he was not going to back Trump early on. But once uh, Ted Cruz dropped out of the race back in uh, 2016, you know, he sort of changed his tune. And now, you know, he's all in. So he's a flip flopper. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of those around, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a uh, Steve Dace for you. I think that's his name. He's on that that uh, that network, the blaze. Oh, is he? Yeah. The blaze media, I think it's called. Uh. Yeah. Once you go there. um, we never hear from you again. That that's a Fox uh, a Fox uh, show station. I don't know what that shit is, but it's awful. Listen, man, you know the Oof, only like gross. I, I told I, I told you before. Um, the only real talk show host I listen to for my news is Mark Levin. They're all full of shit. I, I know how you feel. Fuck them. Let, let me just explain one thing. That was a good fuck them, by the way. It was smooth. <laughs> fuck it. Oh yeah, that one. Yes, that's a that's another good uh, sound drop there. Yeah, fuck it. My my point is this: out of all fuck of them it. that I listen to, I think Lavarin Levin is the one who gets right to the point. And and but let me just say Mark this: Levin. About him. As much as I love his information, he does tend to occasionally, not as much as Hannity or Prager or Savage or all the other ones, he doesn't bring in. God, the religious, the religious aspect. I see. Of yeah, the right all the time. Mm. He is a religious man. He's a Jew, and he is a religious man who supports both Christianity and Judaism. The problem, again, I've explained it so many times. I don't like hearing that when we're talking about politics. All the other talk show hosts and the right, they all push the God thing, and I, I sincerely believe that is a personal issue that you yourself need to deal with. You don't need to be taught it through politics. It's a political strategy they use to ensure that they'll have financial backing. By those it's a who good, are, 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 are Christian. Are right? autistic and Christian, yes. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't agree with it. You like the way I threw I, that in there. I said autistic Christians. Yeah. <laughs> they wear helmets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not, it's, it's not over just yet. 
Uh, we have one more uh, sound drop here for you. Um, this is from uh, Shane Vaughn. Rages against all those dishonorable people who dare to support anyone other than Donald Trump. Let's hear him. Hmm. Let's hear what he's got to say. In this case, Donald Trump, the God will raise up a man with a message. Whoa. In this case, Donald Trump with the MAGA message. He created the message. He personified the message. He codified the message. He promoted the message. And he made the message successful. And now right all in his of car? these unloyal, right. dishonorable people, Ride Melania, Ron DeSantis, have come behind the messenger trying to steal the message and take his glory. It will never work. You listen to me. It will never work. If you want the blessing of God on your life, get behind the man that God has blessed. Get behind the man. The man that they cannot bring down, no matter how hard they try. Have you not seen the touch of God on his life, beloved friend? Have you not seen the touch of God on his life, beloved friend? Dare you? How dare you? Crawl in the bed with his opponents. That's right. Stay faithful to whom God has stayed faithful to. Just look at where the anointing is and get behind it. Just look at what the where the authority is and get behind it. Look where the power is and get behind it. You can hear it in his voice. These other politicians sound good, but there's something about Trump's voice. When you hear that voice of authority, you know you have heard. Yeah, well, if you like Trump so much, why don't you marry him? <laughs> I think he might be turning gay. It's, first of all, it sounded like he was doing that whole thing from his car. I think he might have been in his car. I'm joking around, by the way. He's not turning gay. I'm just having fun here. Um, but yes, obviously, this man believes that Donald Trump is the Messiah. What do you believe? I mean, what do you believe? What do you make of these folks, by the way, uh, Mike, when you hear them thinking of uh, Donald Trump as some sort of deity? That's idiotic. I think they lost their fucking minds. And, and, and to take into consideration, mind you, prior to Trump running as a candidate for presidency, he was a Democrat. That's right. Well, don't tell so, them that. They, you know, they, don't, they don't like that part. Right. They, they, they don't remember that. And, yeah. and, and I, I bet you confidentially i would bet you a million dollars that that short-term memory before he was president i'll bet you he was also pro-choice most likely I, you know even trump i believe is actually i believe he's an atheist i don't think he's religious at I all think so too i don't think, I, he's, think so. I don't think at all he's like a christian whatsoever i don't think so either I, and i gotta be honest with in the back of my mind or i should say in the back of his mind when those crackpot people from from the religious sectors come and support him and say all the things that they say i gotta tell you i i, I bet you in the back of his mind he's, he's laughing the same crackpot no he's laughing his ass off right you know he's gotta be. Has to be i would find it amusing if people were you know holding me up to be some sort of deity mm -hmm. i'd be like you are out of your mind he's just a man he's a he's a smart man he's a he's a, a towering figure with authority he's a confident man and when you are in business you need to be confident yes Lord. hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord jesus. thank you lord jesus 
He received your healing. Yes. Now. On God, Mike. On God. Uh, Say it, I take it. I take it. I have it. I have it. It's mine. It's mine. I Hallelujah. thank you and praise you for praise. it. Praise. And I forgive if I have all God. And I praise you that I'm well and whole. Praise Allah. Well yes. According praise to the Allah. word of praise God. Praise Allah. Hallelujah. I'm healed. I'm healed. Yes. And I, con- I uh, praise all the gods, by the way. I praise myself. I praise Jackie Chan. More people should pray to me. I think more people should pray to Jackie Chan. Have you seen his stunts? Ugh. The guy almost, you know, he's almost killed himself a uh, hundred times over. His movies are silly. Well, they are, but you should see those, uh, the ending where they're showing you, you know, all the times he's broken his leg, his arm, his face, really? his back. Oh my. Dude, the guy's broken like every bone in his goddamn body. And if I remember correctly, he actually did train with Bruce Lee back in the day, right? He sure did. Yeah. Bruce I'll tell you one, Lee, one person who kicks friggin' ass, Jet Lee. Jet Lee. Yeah. He's good. And there's another guy whose name, uh, I cannot pronounce it. It's Chinese or, or uh, Korean. I'm not sure. But a guy who played in the movie uh, uh, <laughs> Il, 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 uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. But he was in a bunch of these movies. He was in, in that movie, in that thing. Anyway, uh, th- there's a couple of martial arts artists out there who are absolutely fantastic that's right is one of my favorite for sure for sure phoenix says democrat and republican are two sides of the same coin don't fall for the crap i Um, disagree well you know they're they're not exactly the same thing but i get your point i i don't side with any of them to be honest but i get the point right now the the democratic party a little little nutty right now right that's a fact see that the point is michael it's the times that that the Democratic Party has gone insane. There was a point in time when left and right, even though they had opposing sides or opposing opinions, that they still believed in the sanctity of this country. Whore, liar, whore, and you know it. <laughs> liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. I love that, by the way. What's that from? I forget exactly where that sound job comes from, but yes, liar, whore, you liar, whore. Love that. <laughs> it's a good one. I don't know. We we just entered an age where the age of got, Aquarius. We've got people, younger people like AOC, Aok. There you go, Aok, who, <laughs> who seem to think that the world or the country could uh, benefit from Marxist belief, and that is just absolutely not true. And if it wasn't for capitalism and the way the country has been run for 200 years, AOC wouldn't even be where she is or have an opportunity to be where she is or say the things that she believes in. Your favorite big booty Latina. She ain't my favorite. She's a POS. She's a piece of shit. So you're saying you would not go out with AOC if, you know, she was at your door and she's like, Mike, you know, I've heard you. Did you, you know, say whore? <laughs> she's like, no, I, she's like, I've heard you talking about me, Mike, all, saying all these yeah. bad things, and, you know, here I am to straighten you out. I'd say, come on the show, let's talk. You'd say and that? I would, and then I would tear her to shreds. I hear you. All right. She's well, an idiot. Fair enough. She's an idiot. Fair enough, fair enough. I, you, you know. You don't vote somebody into Congress because they, they look cute. And believe me, I don't find her cute. She's got nostrils that are the size of soup bowls. Well, I don't find her, you know, attractive myself. 
I don't either. I think she's whatever. She's uh, you well, you know, she's uh, she's a, a beautiful girl, in my opinion, for you know the sort of field that she's in. Yeah, she's I mean, the same field to, that Nancy Pelosi's in. I mean, come on. Right, compared to the other old fogies that are in that that. Uh, and she's, and Mike, uh, furthermore, Nancy Pelosi is a great example of why we should have uh, term limits. Absolutely. In fact, Trump even said it. We need term fantasy. limits. You can't have these career politicians hanging around. No. And that's no, not to and that's not to disrespect the older generation out there, the older folks out there. There's plenty of older folks that are fully capable of getting the job done. But I mean, yeah, Nancy in Pelosi. Not in politics. Little, yeah. In politics, they do. It's a little different. Yeah, in politics, it gives people the opportunity to make decisions and stuff from a political point of view. Where they, you know, as they get older, their decisions may not be right. It, it, look, bottom line: get them out. Four to eight years. Get them out, out of there. That's it. Done. Run them out. I'm so sick of these people who get these lifetime positions. And, and then, and then you've even got like even with the Pelosi's, how did they get so rich? That's true. They, they will not talk. They won't release their tax, uh, uh, re- their tax returns, um, and they won't talk about how they make their money. Just like the Bidens. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Oh, that's gold. He might, well, maybe he shouldn't have done that, but that was still pretty funny. And did you know that when she was walking up the stairs, she was walking with her husband? Was she now? Yeah, her husband was the guy with the dog. Her husband probably watches her get plowed. <laughs> he seems the type. He seems like a cuck. He seems like a like a wimp. He seems like the kind of guy that would, you know, ask you to bang their wife in front of them. He's a feminist. That's what he is. Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm telling you, Mike, that is... I can't imagine having a wife, a girlfriend, and being like, you know, go ahead and uh, sleep with us. Go ahead and sleep with her in front of me. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> I want you to bang my wife. Bang my wife, please. Bang please. my wife in front of me. I'll stick my, my face close into that action. All right. That's the I'll get right much. in there. I like to watch. What's the you big deal? Are overstepping your boundaries. I'm brother. just I'm just uh repeating what I think goes on in that bedroom. <laughs> in my perception. I might be wrong, but I'm going to hell. You and me both. I'm going to hell. <laughs> that was that was uh, that was wrong. Mm. Jesus Christ, Mike! I am going to hell. My mom uh, said I sold my soul. By the way, your mom said that. That's what my mom said, and she was uh, she wasn't joking around. <laughs> I thought, well, thanks, mom. I feel great now. Thank you. Wow. Thanks, mom. You're so nice. You're so nice, mom. <laughs> does she listen to the show? No, but my father occasionally does. That's always. A, I know your dad does. Oof, yeah. That's always a scary one. Do you, do you, are you? I'm like, I'm always like, please don't listen to that episode. <laughs> do, you, do you get like a little embarrassed? All the time, all the time. My dad's like, oh, I'm listening to you and Mike. I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I'm like, please don't dad. No, daddy. No, I've never called my dad daddy, by the way. And I've never kissed him on the mouth. I'm not a fag. That's a joke. People line up. I'm just calling him a cigarette. 
It's okay to laugh. It's just, these are just jokes. Um, but no, by the way, you know, I've seen lots of celebrities kissing their children on the mouth. I think that's disgusting, by the way. I, I, I used to kiss my dad right up until when he died. Your dad um, was uh, making out with you. No, He's a slip I never of, made out with My him. dad slipped me the tongue. Oh, yeah, no, that's wrong. He was uh, six beers in, and he slipped me the tongue. <laughs> that I happens. Never, never kissed my pop on the lips or my mom. That happens in that happens in Kentucky a lot. I heard. <laughs> there goes our Kentucky. Yeah, I know that goes all the our <laughs> um, Kentucky friends. They're gone now. After that one, my God, uh, Mike! Uh, holy shit, Mike! It's been a it's been such a wild ride here with you. I always have such a great time with you here. It's I'm glad it should you. be illegal. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck it. It should be illegal. Fuck it. Um, but yes, Mike, we laughed, we cried. We played, we tried. We did everything here. Mm-hmm. I've had a great time, man. Alright. It's been yeah. one of those shows. Indeed. It's been a good one, folks, and I do want to thank all of you out there for being a part of the program. Those of you in the chat room, and of course those of you that will listen on replay. It's been a goddamn great time here. <laughs> it really has been. It really, really has been. Yes, as we wrap up here tonight, I do want to thank all of you here on the flat earth. I want to thank the gays, the trannies, those that have no gender, the non-binary, the illegals out there, the Germans, the Jews, the Canadians, the, the KKK, the Puerto Ricans, the Black Panthers, the whites, the whites of Virginia, the fabulous whites of Virginia. You know, it's a great documentary, by the way. Look that up. Once again, Mike, love you a lot. You're a great guy. I love doing the show with you. It's always a honor and pleasure to have you here on the program. The legendary... Mike, hideous boys and girls, give him a round of applause. He did a great job here tonight. Always, always a great job. He's a good guy. He's a fantastic man, a good leader in society. He's a hero, in my opinion. Uh, the veteran. He is a veteran of life. Yeah, you've almost died multiple times. You've come back like Jesus Christ. You've been resurrected, Mike. Ah, only. You fought cancer. I mean, you are like Too Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're like Christ, in my opinion. Most people can't even win it the first time around. It's mm, true. So, Mike, be proud of yourself. Don't, you know, don't be down about yourself and life and all that fucking shit. You fought cancer multiple times and kicked its ass, Mike, so... You, you mean like the day I sent you the picture of the cake I baked? That's right. I mean, don't feel so bad about yourself. I mean, you survived cancer, Mike. That's a, that's a tremendous uh, accomplishment, my friend. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, Mike, once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. Go ahead and plug away as we cut you loose here like a child from Neverland. Prom. Neverland <laughs> Ranch. Abortion at a prom. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you very much to Michael for having me as his co-host. I always enjoy coming on the show. Secondly, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the live show. And anybody who's listening to the podcast, thank you so much. The Michael Deacon Program. Uh, is always out to satisfy your needs sexually um, <laughs> uh, and lastly, mentally. If you're interested, uh, I have a book called "King of an Empire to the Shoes of a Mystery." It's a great book. I was thinking it. 
Thank you. Yeah, I sent the copy to Michael. He has uh, he has been reading it or has read it. I'm not sure, but um, it is available exclusively on my website, MikeHideous.com. That's Mike with a Y. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, there are limited editions. I'm sorry, there are a limited amount of copies. So get yours while they last. Makes a great Christmas present, people. So if you want to get it, it get really it does. Yeah, I mean, get it, get it while it's hot, folks. We are close to the holiday season, and it would make a great gift. Those of you who like my hideous, I would uh, not pass it up. Go ahead and read that book. It's incredible, by the way. The shit you uh, came up with there, Mike. It's good stuff. I'm so glad you wrote that book when you were in the trenches, my friend. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's a good and book, And as I man. said, it, it's only available on MikeHideous.com. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get it, get yours while you still can. There's only a, a, a less, than 50, less than 40 copies left. So uh, get yours while you can. And um, that's that. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. I had a great time. Thank yeah, you. get on it, you honkies. <laughs> there you go. Once again, Mike, love you very much, and we'll talk again, my friend. All right, brother. I'll talk to you at some point, I'm sure. Uh, either text messaging or on phone call. I'll you talk to you it. later, buddy. Good night, everyone. Have a great week. Mahalo. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. I definitely hope you enjoyed tonight's program. That was fun, right? Did you guys like that? I know you did. Oh, I know you did. I had fun. You had fun. We were here for a sort of a long time. We were here for a good time, but, you know, we extended our stay here just for you. And I hope you at home really enjoyed this one as much as I did. Please keep in mind, if you want more content, sign up at patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. Or if you want to support the program by donation, please go to michaeldeacon.com and uh, do that. If you can, keep the lights on, folks. We are dying here. We are close to Skid Row here. Definitely help us out. Without you, this show is dead in the water. We are. I'm, I'm almost going to die. I am close to the end, my friends. I really am. Once again, thank you so much, international listeners out there. Always a honor and pleasure to entertain you guys out there. And I got to be honest, those of you in the UK have really turned out. Can you believe that, folks? Listening to us all the way in the UK. I never imagined that, being out here in the desert and uh, doing this program as much as I have been doing and. We've caught the attention of some uh, good people out there in the UK. So much respect to you. And of course, uh, Guten Morgen, we love the listeners out there in Germany as well. I would never have imagined that. I did not know we would have uh, lots of German listeners, lots of listeners out there in the UK. And of course, our Canadian connection out there, the Maple Leaf connection. We love our Canadian listeners out there. And of course, those of you in Alaska, and of course, those of you here in America, we do respect you very much as well. We love you too. I wish you all the best out there, no matter where you are on this island Earth. Keep your heads above water, boys and girls. You need to. I have no idea where all this is headed, folks. So definitely keep your eyes open. Be aware of your surroundings, folks. Who knows where we are headed? We go deeper and deeper into the abyss. And there's no rescue party inside, folks. We are all alone. We truly are. That's the most frightening thing of all. Just floating through space. Through darkness. 
no rescue party, folks. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody.